0: All right. Ready? Let's do it. We got grits, we got crawfish, we got bleeding red armadillo cake. What does that mean? That means you're listening to This Show Has Everything, and it's time for another edition of our occasional movie road trip. Hop in the minivan, y'all. We're heading to the east, southeast, southeast central region. That's Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana to y'all. Taking this journey to the bayou with me are four of my favorite traveling companions. In the Stick of Butter Studios in New Bright, Minnesota, it's Anne the Mastermind Lundholm Hi, Anne. Howdy, Hillary. <laughs> Howdy. I know I thought about laying it on thick, but I don't know. There, there's this a lot of, enough. There's a lot of accent work in these movies, so oh, I, I'm boy. just going <laughs> gonna <laughs> <let> to <that, laughs> let that to the actors. Um, uh, from the Moonlighting Studios in Boston, Massachusetts, it's Bobby Pape. Bobby, I'm kind of annoyed that you're not Albany because I like to name it like Sad Weekend Dad Studios <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that's okay this is just the squatting in my former day job office studios for the time being all right fine fine
0: fine fine um from the newlywed bliss studios in detroit michigan it's Meredith harvan
2: (laughs) (laughs) wow i got a new name and a new studio name
0: i'm impressed yeah you did it i love it And finally, from the no-name studios, but soon-to-be-name studios in like a contest that we will announce later in (laughs) Linwood, Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hi, Christy. Hello. Hello. You mean the contest where we
3: never hand out the prize?
4: Yes, exactly. And we never announce
3: the contest? I could
4: send boxes of Girl Scout cookies (gasps) to the winner.
3: a
2: good idea
4: all right I know.
2: i take it back contest planned
0: (laughs) yeah that's because that's all we got um as usual we'll do some small talk mailbag some medium talk t she recommends and how you can get involved with the show and with that i will take us into some small talk um obviously i was not on the show last week it was um okay so as everybody knows i am the youngest of five kids wait you are I am. It's amazing. I know I've never mentioned <laughs> it before, but I am. Um, but weirdly, we haven't all, I guess it's not weird because there's too many fucking kids, but we haven't all been together um, in a long time. I, You know, I see my sisters. I see my brother. My other brother lives in, I feel like I'm in um, like the new heart show. My other brother lives in, <laughs> um, in Salt Lake City, so I don't see him quite as much. But um, it was my mom's <clears throat> birthday and my parents, 54. Fifth anniversary is in August. So we were like, well, let's all get together. Cause that's kind of what they want. Most is it's less about like, you know, a big present. I mean, I'm sure they would love that, but just having us all together, which sometimes isn't, you know, a big feat. So anyway, so my sister, Kristen really like, she did a lot organized it. We all got together, mostly sans spouses though. A couple came, which were great. Cause they're, I mean, everybody's like family without kids, blessedly without children, Um, and we all went up to Dallas and hung out with my parents and it was, it was great. I mean, you know, all of my siblings and y'all have met one, y'all met Kristen and we're all kind of like derivatives of each other. Like we're all sort of similar, but like slightly different, but it just imagine all of us talking and having opinions all the time. So sometimes it can be a lot in, in one place. But, You're uh, like a boy band. <laughs> yes. so, I mean, <laughs> kind of the same with little different quirks. I know. Which one do you like? Do you like the cute one, the young one? Am I the like Joey? Am I the Justin Timberlake? Who's You're the other uh, one young that one. actually
3: <laughs> has talent? <laughs> yeah. I want
0: to JC
1: more of a Spice Girls situation.
0: I mean, there's, three, mm. what would it be? I, there's baby would, spice. Come, come on. I well, I always <laughs> wanted to be scary spice. Cause she has curly hair and she seems to have the most fun, but yes, I am the baby um, obviously. But anyway, it was, it was super, super fun. Um, the, the only story I will tell from it, not that there were like secret stories, but it was just sort of more like eating, drinking and talking and kind of being together. But my sisters and I stayed at a hotel, which was it was great because when we were done, we were like, you know what? We're gonna go to the hotel and bye. Um, my sister, Jennifer, and I had um, we're having a drink at the bar there, and maybe I had two and they were big pours. So um I uh uh we were like leaving just,
1: you just tripled that. <laughs> and a drink maybe two. They were big pours.
0: This well, thing well, you Jennifer had four drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I know I did. I for sure had four drinks, but so they um we were, go, we were leaving to go up to the hotel room and we met, there was a wedding party or something that was staying. This was the hotel for the wedding, whatever wedding was going on. The guy, well, actually the guy was from Mississippi that we met. He's from Jackson and he was waiting. My sister is, lives in Monroe, Louisiana, kind of close to some of the movies that we uh, we we're talking about anyway so she uh, like strikes up a conversation with this guy i mean it's just like a friendly conversation asking about the wedding what's going on blah, blah, blah. and the guy was like i'm actually waiting for a pizza because my wife is hungry so i i ordered like dominoes or something we're like oh, okay and the pizza person comes the pizza delivery person comes gives him the pizza and he was like you guys want some we we're like okay so i took a piece of pizza ate the pizza pizza went upstairs uh i went and like took my contacts out, washed my face, did, you know, my nightly routine, even though I was inebriated, but you know, that's the one thing I can do. I can wash my face, brush my teeth and take my contacts out. I laid in bed. I was sharing a room with my other sister who was already asleep, laid in bed. And all of a sudden I got that, that feeling that i had not had in a really long time where you're just like, Ooh, the world is spinning. I gotta, oh, no. I gotta go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom and it was fine. It was, quick I will not I will spare you the details but um ex- the only detail is that my other my sister woke out the next day and I thought I had done a good job of cleaning up the red splatter that was on the toilet and she was like yeah I, that's gross and I was oh, like I'm so sorry no. <laughs> yeah anyway I'm a messy drunk so that's that's the lesson and I think that I'm cool and composed but in fact I am not so but anyway I kept it pretty clean the rest of the rest of the weekend but I'm gross. But anyway, it was really, really, really fun. And it was good to to see everybody. And you know, I think 48 hours, much like I feel about New Orleans, about 48 hours is a good amount of time. Like I'm good. We did a good job. We had fun. There were no huge fights or anything. Let's get out of Dodge. I was like, see you later. Bye. Anyway, that was it.
2: That sounds
0: lovely. It was fun. It was
2: fun. Aside uh, from the
1: puking. I know I'm dumb. You've got the pictures to prove how fun it was too.
0: I know we have a lot of pictures. Oh yes. That's another thing. My mom was like, we're getting pictures taken. We're going to like get a photographer to come out. And so we had a photographer come out and take family pictures. As soon as I get some, I'll, I'll share them because they're some of them. We were trying to recreate old family pictures, which are pretty funny one like I'm supposed to be sitting in my mom's lap and she's supposed to be gazing adoringly at me and this one I'm just Mm -hmm. kneeling in grass and she's staring at the camera so (laughs) it didn't quite capture uh what was intended but it was actually really really fun and the weather I mean like I was talking about in the pre-show is that um usually at this time of year in Texas it's like uh, you know hovering in the 90s around you know can be sometimes up to 100 uh and right now it's weirdly cool because it's been raining a lot so it was not bad it was like 75 degrees which is Ugh, really nice You give that back Jealous. i know i don't know what's going on <laughs> except that it's raining constantly so you know that's the only it's thing. gonna be 99 here tomorrow my goodness some rain what is going on the world turned upside down anyway that um pales in comparison to an update that we need from Anne that i she teed up last week and tell us about the
3: mini fair Oh, I, I have no pizza shenanigans to <laughs> no, good. <support laughs> good at this event, but yeah, I mentioned last week that I was going to the kickoff to summer quote unquote event thrown by the Minnesota state fair, not the stair, the fair proper, but it seemed sort of like an experiment to see if they could really do this thing come the, um, end of August is the actual fair is always the 10 days leading up to labor day. Uh, and I don't, I can't think it was in an effort to recoup any costs because there's just no way they were limiting it to 10,000 people. Whereas normally the fair has, uh, over a hundred thousand people every day. Um, and they had reduced hours and stuff, but my mother entered the ticket lottery and won not tickets. She won the chance to buy tickets so
5: sure. she got a
3: she got a couple of tickets and she and I went on Memorial Day and it was just like a few blocks of the fairgrounds kind of carved out and they had two dozen food vendors open and none of the exhibit buildings were open so no barns, no animals, no fine arts, no arts and crafts, no education, no what are the other buildings, the grandstand and the eco building and all sorts of things. Nobody was selling tractors, but they had food and drink and some like souvenir type stuff. And you could just wander around and kind of get the flavor of it. And we were there for a couple of hours and we figured that that was probably all we needed. And I got a big milkshake and my mom got some ice cream and we, oh, the best part was when we did run into the, uh Minnesota 34th Red Bulls infantry <laughs> brass band Ooh. who were there mm. for uh, Memorial Day. They were playing a lot of Sousa, a lot of marches, a lot of, you know, brassy military stuff. But when we got there, there was one guy on an acoustic guitar who was playing, oh, it was something by Cool and the Gang. I can't remember. Ooh. It wasn't celebrated. It wasn't September. It was something else, but he was good. And then uh, a guy with a, a electric bass came out and the two of them, plus there was a woman who like sat on the amp and played percussion on the amp. And they did a, a just a great version of Isn't She Lovely from Stevie Wonder. Oh,
6: oh cool.
3: And my mother told me that I was old because I knew the song and I'm like, whatever. Everybody, everybody, knows, that. everybody, everybody knows that song. Yes, mm-hmm. Yeah. What is wrong with you? So it was just being out and seeing people and having a little fair experience. My mother decided she wanted a beer and this was a problem because all the vendors were only selling cans and and they had nothing on tap. And my mom was like, if I want a can of beer, I can go to the liquor store and buy a six pack for $8 instead of getting (laughs) one for $8 here. I want it in the plastic cup. With the state fair stank on it. <laughs> and you would have thought that after she went to a couple of places and they told her they didn't have beer on tap, she would have gotten the picture. But I swear to God, we went to seven or eight vendors. <laughs> she was bound and determined to find that tap beer. to the point of where we passed this group of ladies who and there was a lady with the cup and the beer and my mom went over to them and was like hey where did you get that and the lady said oh it's a can and I poured it into the cup
4: oh well
3: so that was really a bust I would say of the whole thing she decided that it just wasn't worth it no beer (laughs) but we did we didn't Get anything else, we saw the the corn dog lines were horrendously long. The cheese curd line, horrendously long. Sweet Martha's cookies. The deep fried pickle stand was doing a a lot of business. Also, there's one that's called the big fat bacon on a stick, which is exactly what it's called (laughs) or what it sounds like. And I just don't understand. I mean, I'm sure it's a great piece of bacon, but I don't really go for things that I can buy on a regular basis. Yes, yeah. Yeah. You know, let's have it be something special. Can you so, buy
1: every component of that name, though? I think that's really the thing. Like, that's a lot of assembly required if you do it at home. That's true. Well, and
2: it's deep fried, right? Like, I'm not going to deep fry bacon at home. Bread it and fry it? Uh No, it's not breaded and fried. Oh, okay. Well, it's just like, it's just
3: bacon. bacon. Never mind. I mean, it's a very large, very thick rasher of bacon. Almost more to like the what the British would oh, call yeah, bacon right right right, right. sort like of ham. almost i mean it's yeah. still bacon maybe it's canadian it's like canadian bacon <laughs>
2: yeah
3: but uh, that's not what trips my trigger at the state yeah. fair so we went we had a good time we sat and watched the people and um got warmed up for the event to come i hope well it sounds like everybody was kind of like yes like let us through mm-hmm. it's our time <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Everybody yeah. was having a good time.
4: Yeah. Was anyone wearing masks? Not a person. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. But it was all completely oh, outside. Yeah. yeah. Minnesota yeah. is, I think the Twin Cities is pretty well vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, maybe not the more rural parts of the state, but those people weren't going to make the drive in for this event. So, yeah, and and none of the buildings were open, so I think it was fine they're not interested in your big city fairs <laughs> well they are there are people that come from outstate all the time it's just you're not going to come for one day for a few hours the people that yeah. come from outstate they come from dusk till dawn and sometimes they stay a few days or they're showing animals or whatever so they're there for a longer period of time but this sort of dip in dip out thing it's not worth driving five hours to do that yeah yeah yeah. I'm impressed. I found a picture of a guy eating
1: this bacon on a stick in a Bon Appetit article. <laughs> that was after I was let down by a blog post from a website called Bacon Today, which I feel <laughs> like really should have been on it.
3: Anybody <laughs> had it. it? Should be Bacon Today. They have an yes. article,
1: but I guess bacontoday.com can't afford to send a photographer. I don't know.
3: <laughs> and you see, it is just a large piece of bacon.
1: And that is, I think, how it is meant to be eaten. You know, mm-hmm. the first time I try something, a local food anywhere, I am adamant about getting it the way it should be served. Like, I don't modify it. I don't screw around with it because yeah. I think it's important to try it, you know, that way. This guy's going to it the way you're supposed to eat it. Most of it, gnawing off the side. <laughs> with the mullers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get it up there. <laughs> Oh! Uh, oh yeah! Wow! Okay, it's kind of like a beef teriyaki stick from the Chinese takeout.
3: I mean, they have um ostrich teriyaki at the state fair, but it's not very good. It's too salty.
0: I mean, honestly, like I can make try bacon, it. I can make bacon in the oven right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, which looks, looks similar to that. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely Wait, wouldn't partake in. But
1: it's like the beer, though. You're paying for atmosphere.
0: Hmm corny dog or nothing yeah. <laughs> um well i'm excited it's a it's a tia but definitely feels like things are i mean obviously in texas <clears throat> things are like whatever and everybody's like it's done <laughs> we're done with covid um people right. are definitely still wearing How nice masks for you masks. Yeah, i know <laughs> are, yeah i know right people are wearing masks inside um except at the office it's weird it's like this weird hybrid like now that you um if you have an attestation of uh that you're have been vaccinated you don't have to wear your mask around and i'm like i do and in that case i kind of do have like a little i mean it's this dichotomy of like I have mask fatigue, but I never want anybody to ever, ever, ever think that I'm like an anti-masker or Republican. I'm like, I'm not. I'm just tired of wearing this right now. Like, that's <laughs> it. So like when I get in the elevator and I'm, and I'm by myself, I'm like, I'll put it on just in case somebody gets in and they're <laughs> like, Oh, who's like, oh, who's that Trumper over there? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm just like wearing it.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: The the situation hasn't really come up because I never leave the house or go anywhere except for the grocery store. But um and I'm still wearing my mask there. Well, but like, I have this urge to like, if I'm going somewhere where I don't have to wear it, I've been fully vaccinated since January. Yeah,
0: you guys. Right. Yeah, it was, <laughs> like, it was, it was the, um,
2: uh, whatchamacallit, the inauguration was, your yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and, but I feel like I want to wear my vaccination card around my neck. Oh, like that, uh, <laughs> 100%. I
0: said to somebody, I said, I have such like, I am so sick of wearing masks again. I will happily wear a mask, but i am sick of wearing them well, and nobody like, likes I, it no yeah. I, i'm like i will wear a badge i do not care like tattoo it on me. i have been <laughs> vaccinated i like i will let everybody know i am healthy i'm good um i'll carry it around whatever needs to be done i'm not no it's rough
5: yeah.
1: i had an I'm important just... i had important business meeting at a mall food court today uh where all important business meetings meet take place exactly <laughs> it was just a it was a place that was convenient for the person i was meeting for lunch and so we had Mall Chinese food, very classy, and I forgot to put my mask back on. Well, I mean, I'm allowed to not wear a mask in Massachusetts now in this mall, and it's a big, spacious mall, and there weren't a lot of people around. And I, we got up after lunch and we went for a little walk to to not let that said mall Chinese food, you know, just turn into a gut bomb.
5: Sure, begin the digestion.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you gotta get you know, you gotta get the humors up after something like that. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I think yeah, I walked around and went into a store and walked back out of the store and then realized I had not been wearing a mask that whole time and it just felt so weird and then I promptly put my mask back on. Yeah. Um, but it I does, just had not remembered to.
0: It does mm-hmm. feel kind of like you're walking around naked. You're just like, oh, that's right, yeah. weird slash like I feel rebellious, but like not in a good way, but just sort of mm-hmm. like I'm breaking yep. the rules, but you know. I'm
4: just more nervous because Elliot can't be vaccinated well- yet. Right. Well, I don't want right. to get something and then give it to her. There are still lots of good reasons to wear well, masks. Well,
0: and that's the other day when Bridget and I went to Target. Um, She was like, uh, somebody wasn't wearing a mask inside, which, whatever, irritates the hell out of me. But she was like, well, look, somebody's not wearing a mask. And I was like, well, technically, you know, like I'm vaccinated and it's, you know, but you're not vaccinated. So I'm going to be with you. We're going to wear a mask together. It's okay. Like, it's okay if we wear masks together. And she was like, okay. I mean, and honestly, the kids are so... Um, they're so used to it at this point. They, I mean, they don't, it doesn't bother them. I don't think they like love it, but they're just, you know, kids are to some degree rule followers. And if a teacher tells them they have to wear their mask, they have to wear their mask. So well, Rory's been a
2: pretty significant proportion of their lifespan.
4: Exactly. Yeah.
0: in
2: masks. Exactly. And,
0: but Rory, sometimes he'll come out and it's like under his nose. And I'm like, that almost annoys me. Don't be me that more. guy. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm like, annoys yeah. me more if he just took his mask off. I'm like, raise it up, buddy. Um, Yeah, no, it's, it's a weird, it's, we're entering sort of a weird territory where I feel somewhat uh, not bulletproof, but I feel a little bit more like, well, I'm going to be okay, but, but I still want to present as though, uh, you know, we're not out of this. No, we're not. Mm -hmm. And you certainly
2: don't want to pass anything along to anybody. That's kind of why I still, yeah. it's still possible. It's unlikely, but it's possible to pass it. Exactly. All right, well, that's small talk.
1: (laughs) Uh, One last, one last jag, one last tangent. The store that I walked into and walked around it and then walked out of with Nick uh, was uh, an Amazon four-star store and it's new in that mall, the Amazon store. Oh, what? It's an Amazon store.
2: Okay. Is it the grocery store or is it a- No,
1: it's it's the stuff store, but it's the amazon.com stuff store. Oh, Mm -hmm and uh yeah i love it's just a final fuck you to independent booksellers everywhere isn't it that i can walk into an amazon store and look at books on a shelf yes yes just yeah what Thanks, a fucking Jeff. asshole <laughs> exactly <laughs> we can't get a little cut of this anymore and yet you can come over here and open a storefront in what was probably a b dalton like yeah, 10 exactly. years ago
0: exactly exactly or spencer's gifts Oh, guys. no,
1: Spencer's is still open.
0: <laughs> it's still thriving. Because <laughs> th- there are
1: only so many places that a 15-year-old can get a, a poster that is, you know, a little on edge.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway. A lady in a bikini with a car mm-hmm.
1: kind of <laughs> deal. I yeah. think the two girls kissing uh laying on the bed but no actual nudity showing i think that was a popular one that i think came from Spencer's. oh the one
2: that was in every single college dorm yes that ever? one yeah yeah that yeah, yeah. Okay.
4: i feel like gen z kids would be like mm, but do they have consent did they actually <laughs> they <have> this and, <laughs> are they being exploited and they wouldn't i mean those are good questions it, yes totally. they're all good <laughs> questions. They're much probably than than weren't
1: much yeah. better
0: than us r.i.p Tony katane oh jesus christ Out of the <laughs> mailbag.
1: <laughs> the uh, regular mail uh is what we call the non uh question of the week answers just one email this week we will eventually stop reading the junk mail that comes in but not yet this is from listener houston
6: or, uh, houston. or houston i
1: guess <laughs> if they're from new york yeah um i'm gonna go with houston i i think uh no i lied i'm gonna go with houston uh listener houston writes morning Providing premium sunglasses only 19.99 for the next 24 hours only. 60% off today with free worldwide shipping. Get yours. I'm not going to use the URL that they gave us, although it ends with a dot online, so you know it's legit. Yep. And the reason I want to read this is because with my ongoing um, thoughts about <laughs> closings, this is what I have not seen before. To your success, Houston. I, I like, that. That. I,
0: like that. I know I do too. It's very yeah, it's positive. like a toast. Just start using that at work. Mm-hmm. That's like a um, nicer
1: version of Cheers. I mm-hmm. also
0: left my my sunglasses that I love that were scratched, but I love them. I left them in a restaurant in Dallas. No. Oh. So. I might be clicking this link. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't the incognito window.
0: Just like do it on I'm your unfair. work
1: computer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Oops, sorry. <laughs> what I want to know is: is the nineteen ninety nine? Is that after the sixty percent off is applied?
1: It's a good question.
3: Because it's the $19.99 for the next 24 hours only and 60% off today. So they're eight bucks if we move fast. Yeah, but if you know we get to tomorrow, then it's $19.99, but you don't get the 60. Also, this email came in yesterday,
1: so I don't know what kind of <laughs> shot clock we're on.
0: Oh, no. Oh, we missed
1: it. Deal. One last twist. Houston's email address was Houston at the show is everything.com.
2: <laughs> what? Amazing. Really? I don't even have an email address. Of that. <laughs> I know,
1: right? We've
2: all Did we get sh- an intern. <laughs> We've been sharing
1: one like a like a married couple that can't be trusted.
2: We're a bunch of chumps.
1: <laughs> anyway, thank you, Houston. Out of the question of the week, we asked you for your favorite part of airplane travel. God, and, that's a uh,
3: weird question. We,
1: we got the question up a little late, but that did not stop people oh, from answering. Oh no,
5: people we got a, a lot of responses. <laughs>
1: I'm going to rifle through these. Kate says, "Looking out, uh, looking at the clouds out the window." Carolyn, I like the moment where the plane has finished taxiing and has started the ascent. Feeling the plane transition from earth to air is magical. I'm
0: One hundred. I completely agree. I think it's the most fun part of a plane. Like I think yeah. it's so fun. I think it's really cool.
1: Um less logically, Peter says, I like the smell of airports.
2: <laughs> Why? What mm. what does that encompass?
3: Is that maybe like it's
2: like you know fuel
3: Cinnabon? Yeah, I was gonna say Cinnabon, Cinnabon. human misery, leather, <laughs> sweat.
1: Uh Will writes the paycheck with a question yeah. mark. Makes sense. <laughs> Christine used to be the drinks. Wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Martha, definitely lounges. And Martha, I avoided using lounges in my uh, OUFLF last week because I didn't want to brag, but you're doing it for us. I feel like I have to be annoying and point out that the non-U.S. lounges are way better. Real food that is served to you and limitless self-serve alcohol pre-COVID now also served.
2: i mm. they go without saying that everything U.S. is better than U.S. Yeah, non-U.S. <laughs> or everything yeah. non-U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. The Air France lounge at Logan is my secret to... Uh, not so secret Ooh. trick because I can mm. get into that one and it's it's not really Air France, it's sort of like all the internationals use it.
3: Yeah, but... I was gonna say, how can you get into Air
1: France, you weirdo? I am a weirdo. They have um they have good cheese and stuff and soups, and then the uh the uh self-pouring liquor, which is
3: Oof. what a cliche. Gotta try this place. Cheese and liquor.
2: France. Cheap,
1: cheap French red wine. It's great.
2: We are taking suggestions for honeymoon ideas. We still don't know where we're going. So. Ooh, what's the new? Maybe we should um, go to the lounge in the an area. The new super,
3: supersonic um, plane that's going to be out in 10 years. It's going to yep. go from London to Paris in three and a half hours. <laughs> Have to wait 10 years and get to London first? Yeah, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> okay, it was super fast. Question I believe the there's week. no coach tickets on those yeah, planes. It's like a billion dollars.
2: I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's my speed for sure. Uh, um, question of the week
1: is where should uh, Meredith yeah. and Gregory go on their honeymoon? Uh, Chelsea just writes, well, that's a positive spin. <laughs> oh, Chelsea. Come We're on. trying. I know. Tierra says the fact that it means I have a break from work. Girl, yes. Mm. I get that. Okay, but you don't have to go to the airport to get a break from work. <laughs> <laughs> Emily writes in the before times, I would have said nothing. Now, everything. Yeah, I hear yeah. that. Uh, Julie writes number one when I get off of the airplane. <laughs> Two, yeah. buying pre-flight snacks at the airport.
3: I don't yeah. know what it is about flying, but it makes me feel like all bets are off on my oh. food choices. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, and oh, yeah.
0: I, I have definitely, especially if I've had like a, a, you know, delayed flight or whatever, I have spent more at the airport and like drinks and snacks and whatever than I have like the rest. Oh, you gotta like, treat yourself in that spend- scenario two
2: hundred dollars
1: you saddle up for a meal because you're stuck and then you're like fuck it anything on the menu i yeah. deserve well, and also, it also,
2: everything costs 50 so, yeah, percent more captive yeah. audience
1: yeah mm-hmm. uh on julie's comment amy wrote yep airports are a shame-free zone for me so there for you sure. go yeah uh gene um gene you have taken to bragging a bit on these and this week is no exception my favorite part <laughs> Is that every hour of air travel is equal to at least eight to ten hours on the ground since i've been to every state now we are picking destinations well 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 Well, Uh, my missy writes chilies too (laughs) (laughs) um
0: by the way i went last night i went to a my friend's band played at a hotel bar thing that was really fun um but it was the kids' last day of school. And so I was like, well, we need to have dinner before. The thing starts at 7, kind of trying to calculate it and where we were going to be. And I'm like, you know what? There's a Chili's right next to the hotel. So we're going to, I mean, the fine dining destination of Chili's. The kids really just go there because the kids get like a, basically an iPad when they're there. So they're like eating and also like playing games or whatever on their iPad. And I was like, that's fine. That's fine. You know what? It was great. I was excited to be inside Chili's (laughs) I was hoping
3: the Chili's at Chili's is not bad. No Chili's
0: is my favorite uh, mid-range casual um, uh, chain by far by far because I we used to go to like Bennigan's and Fridays and whatever I mean they're all the same but Chili's has the Southwest egg rolls and they're delicious.
1: Okay, I'm adding uh, to the in-reserve list. I added OUFLF Fair Foods. I think that's a conversation we should break down sometime. But then also I'm going to add now here um, power ranking mid-range chain restaurants <laughs> <laughs> because I know we could do two hours on that. Oh, uh, yes. Fun. Okay, there we go. Save that for another show. <laughs> Folks, if you want it, tell us you want it. We'll We'll get it bumped up the list here. Where was I? Uh, Lou writes magazines. I love us weekly and the Harper's combo. Everyone keeps (laughs) keeping everyone around me guessing. And, Um, uh,
0: (laughs) I replied to her and I said, I used to get the Atlantic and us weekly because we contain multitudes. Lou and I went to the same college. We actually found each other independently. She used to listen to TBTL and we found each other like in the, message boards of tbtl and i was like wait lou haney that's so but weird i know it's so weird but uh but yes uh that is the dichotomy is i'm like i want my trash but i'll read an article about you know <laughs> when well, you give yourself permission
2: gases. to <laughs> okay. do stuff that you wouldn't normally do when you're on yes. an airplane the question or in an airport
3: yeah which one of them gets read first oh come on mm.
2: <laughs> the trash <laughs> <Come> on.
0: <laughs> but that's done in like Literally 10 minutes, mostly because I'm like, I know, I know, I know, I've read this. I know, I know, I know. Oh, that picture is interesting. Okay. And then it's like, okay, I guess I have to read. And
2: then I play Candy Crush, and then I'm like, I guess I'll read it. Later. You know, that's better than my technique, which is like to ignore all that stuff. And then when I'm on the plane and, and like either the internet's broken or my phone is dead or whatever, and I'm like, mm. well, I guess I'm reading the inflate magazine.
0: <laughs>
2: I wish you got I had some really
0: good information about like Matthew McConaughey or something. Yeah. Like, I wish I had an
2: Us Weekly or something.
1: Dorothy writes none. I hate flying, <laughs> so I guess landing because I know I survived.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> Barbara's
1: getting there. Yeah. Straight to the point. Along the same line. Rosemary, I hate pretty much everything about flying, so my favorite part is the fact that I'm traveling. Okay, and Ginger Ale.
5: Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it is so weird. It is so weird we all decided seemingly independently, but how somehow influenced that Ginger Ale was like the drink of choice on airplanes. And tomato juice. Tomato juice. Tomato yeah, they, juice like yeah. they
2: scientifically taste differently in the air. But it's one of those times where I know
0: I didn't do this, but it felt it felt like I came up with it independently. But it was somehow mm-hmm. I was influenced by, you know, the some shared
2: brain
3: syndrome. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. It's yeah. just in the ether yes. of the cabin. Yes. Yep.
1: We got a double header from Lisa who says on work trips one, when I'm at the airport returning home and I have a couple of hours to burn, I love shopping, eating, people watching without worrying about the task ahead. And mm, for good. all all trips too, when I'm in my seat and I have my beverage and snack she ratio Bev because she's cool, but I assume she means <laughs> beverage and snacks ready. And I can just disconnect and watch my movie or read a book or whatever. It's this little luxurious moment where I can't focus on anything else. So it's just for me.
2: I like it. I get that. Yeah. got to
1: get
3: all those ease in there. Have you guys heard those podcast ad for the Bev wine company? No. Mm -mm. Oh God. Bev made by chicks, zero sugar, canned wine. It's supposed to be like canned wine for women. Oh God. I'm like, are you shitting me? We don't want to eat sugar; it'll make us bad. So. I want a cute can with fun colors and a swoopy font. Math is hard. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you, Bev." They do all on all the like crooked media. Like Pod Save America does a lot of Bev ads, and I'm like, "Fuck mm. you!" <laughs> Buys these ad slots. Ugh, gross. gross. I want a
1: burly man wine. <laughs> I want a man. In, I want a wine in flannel. I want a a wine that works hard in the office all day. And that works hard out in the uh, fields all night and weekend.
3: All right. Well, I'm currently Googling wine for men (laughs) have guns on it. Actually, you know, it's weird that you say that
0: the other day, somebody linked to something on, I guess I'm still on the Stins page. And it was something it was Jen. And I don't know how I found it, but it was Jen and Luke talking about the like diet Dr. Pepper, but it was like, for men,
2: basically, it oh was like yeah, a tin I remember
0: can. that. And she was like, "There's clearly like guns on this. Like, yeah. there's like ammo on." It this. was
2: made like the label had. It was like corrugated steel or something.
4: Yes, yeah. This
0: yeah. is for men.
1: Hmm. Mm, spicy cherry coke that'll put hair on your chest.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm coming up on articles that say real men drink white wine. There's they one do. from BroBible.com. Five great Ew, wines uh... made for men. Uh, From Food and Wine, what's up with men in Cabernet? (laughs) Oh, oh, GQ says, make way for brosé. Why more men are drinking pink. Mm. I promise I'm not gay. GQ Uh, said it was okay.
1: I just don't like rosé, so you're not going to catch me drinking any (laughs) brosé anytime soon. As our uh, late departed dear friend Mike used to say, just give me a box of cardboard dough and call it good. Mm (laughs) outlet mall back all right kelly says i used to i used to like that no one could t- contact me and i couldn't work on anything now with free messaging offered on airplanes people don't understand if i don't answer their texts
2: get out of here
1: boundaries kelly, kelly, just them shut them the it down
2: off. Yeah, yeah i'm on the plane on the wi-fi broke it usually yeah. is yep
1: uh gregory i'll do next i'm going to take these out of order gregory writes when i worked for the airlines as a ramp rat for piedmont a la psa a la U.S. Airways Express, a la U.S. Airways. (laughs) It was back when employees flew in empty seats for free, I would fly from Dayton International Airport. Again, let's put a pin in Dayton International <laughs> yeah. Airport. There's, there's, oh, you know, it's, it's a big Canada. deal. Do, don't challenge him on this, you guys. You're in for a world I'm of I'm sure that they have one Air Canada flight to yes. Toronto. <laughs> I would fly from Dayton International Airport to the Charlotte Hub on the first flight out with nothing more than the clothes on my back and a feature phone with no charger, parenthetically 2007, my wallet, and a Star Wars novel to read. <laughs> I'm not laughing about the Star Wars novel. I'm sorry, Star Wars fans, and a Star Wars novel to read on my way there sit in the rocking chairs to watch the planes and fly back on the last flight in
2: wow what a day yep. he got to travel the whole country doing this like he would just be like i've got two days off i guess i'll go to new york and then i'll go to la and then i'll be back at home like you can do that when you're 23 or whatever totally mm-hmm.
0: uh, you know what that reminds me of though and it makes me sort of sad and wistful is when dave and i went to paris in two- 2010 we had to fly through it was u.s airways at the time which is weird because it doesn't really exist anymore but um we had to fly through charlotte because obviously austin does not have direct flight to paris and i like walked by the uh rocking chairs and i was like i don't have time but that looks fun
5: Mm -hmm.
0: a little bit nervous i don't feel like i have the core strength for um for a rocking chair i feel like i feel like i
2: think you can handle a rocking chair hillary (laughs) i feel unsteady (laughs) You guys. do like like martial arts and like kickboxing and shit. Like I think I, like, I had two <laughs> made babies. for I mean, old people. I know. Like, yeah.
1: And for mothers, you just said you had two babies. Rocking chairs are like part That's of every literally. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so I'm on the Dayton Daily News website, looking at the map. Here are the 16 cities to which you can fly direct from Dayton none of them is international <laughs> this i don't understand what qualifies you to be an international airport though they have it's a- still called dayton international uh, you're gonna
2: hear about you're gonna hear the answer oh, we if need to rebu- land or- there
4: that means that they have a customs yeah. if they're international they have to well
2: have and a- they have a huge air force base there too oh. so that might have something mm-hmm. to do with something mm-hmm. i don't know maybe we'll i don't research know what makes we'll get the answer I- soon. i'm
1: there i'm there and i so wikipedia is our friend here i just did a word search for international and the 10th of 41 times it appears in this article on may 1st 2011 air canada express ended flights to toronto pearson the airport's only international destination when oh. the airline consolidated its service with cincinnati northern kentucky international airport Dayton, he just stuck
2: his head in the in the door
1: now has no scheduled international flights so i a i was right it was an air canada flight to toronto and b it's gone <laughs>
2: So can you tell us why Dayton is still called Dayton International? Does it have any international flights?
1: Yeah, it's like a honorary class C airport. (laughs)
2: Honorary. Because it's
1: the birthplace of aviation. It's one of the first airports. It's one of the first water landing airports locations. So we get to call it Doctor.
2: (laughs) So it's like Kanye West has a PhD. Okay. It's
1: well, no, because some of the the freight does go international. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> <job> heart. Heart. <laughs> Who loves me
5: this is very important. <laughs> All
1: right, my life. Thank you, Gregory, <laughs> for that update on the Dayton International <laughs> Americas Airport. That we got there.
6: <laughs> oh man! Uh, and
1: finally, one more sassy answer. Listener David writes, "Grabbing my baggage and leaving the airport."
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, hi, David. David
1: thank you everyone for your favorite parts of airplane travel even though a third of them were uh circumventing the question yes
0: i mean i guess i'll give mine i don't really know exactly i really i agree i kind of like being at the airport i'm also an Anne in that i like to check my bags i know that's verboten i just don't like fucking around with them i want like i want to because i'm there so early i don't want to be like I'm gonna take my bags with me.
3: I know simple go. something as simple as going to use the bathroom. Yeah. Yes, I'm by myself, but so I don't have anyone harder. to leave my bag with. Then I gotta, gotta roll that thing in the
0: stall with you. No, no, and the stalls are way too small, and they like you're like cram uh, Yeah, I'm not interested in that. So I, I was a I, because when I was a little kid, we would go to um, Arlington, Virginia, to go visit my grandmother, and we were always going for like two weeks at a time or whatever. So it was always a check back situation there was never but we never carry. i did not even know what a carry on besides like your purse was like that was foreign to me um so yeah i'm like no i i i want to be footless and fancy for you when i can. yeah
3: well also you didn't have to pay to check no, bags like, back oh, then, oh yeah so. well
0: that's the key i mean that's sort of the the deal breaker now we um we're going to the boston area in july we're flying delta i think and i'm like, okay, the prices were not that bad. You sound psyched. I am. I'm whatever. (laughs) That's fine. Give my kids an iPad and they're good on the plane. Like they don't even look up from their iPad. They're like, give me a Coke and I'm good to go. But I'm more just like, it's going to add on, you know, whatever, $120 for us to, and we're there for a, a long time. So anyway, we'll see. And I like to have options. I like to have options when I travel. So and 1,000 pairs of underwear, so. That's right, just- you have to have extra <laughs> undies just in case. Oh, yeah. Just in case. Double the uh, amount of time I'm going to
1: be there. Just, just last week or just recently, there was a meme of, yeah, how often do I shit my pants? Zero
2: times. How many times do I think <laughs> I'm going to shit my pants on this trip? Daily. Twice <laughs> no. a day. Yeah. Almost yeah.
0: constantly. You don't want
2: to be caught unawares. No, of course. No, never.
6: Uh,
0: okay. Let's move on to Medium talk um we're on the Tishy cinema road trip the south east south central region i'm sorry i didn't include arkansas alabama mississippi louisiana arkansas um i would say that this is uh mostly focused in louisiana kind of territory uh, that really like um that Tugged at our heartstrings. So I will say, my runner-up to the one that I chose was A Time to Kill, which takes place in Mississippi. But it annoys me because people are sweating profusely, almost as if they don't have central AC. But it does have. I might just have to watch it because it does have a scene with Matthew McConaughey looking the hot. I mean, nobody has ever looked hotter in a movie than this one scene. Nope, he is beautiful and i don't even really otherwise find him so attractive like he's fine but like i don't But in this particular movie and this particular scene he's so beautiful but
3: i was like i'm kind of done it's a little white saviory. yeah know, mm-hmm. well and a lot of the movies that seem to be set down in your alabama mississippi arkansas they just they're they're tough yes, like mississippi yes. burning <laughs> yeah. or yeah i like i didn't think i wanted to pick one of those no
0: no i think for the most part uh we picked some well one is not so i mean a couple are not so like light but they're not like uh, so we kind of rose above the like we're going to have deep discussions about white saviors and race. Like, I mean, we could, right. chosen, we could have chosen the help, which I've seen actually a fair amount of times. I'm not going to choose that because that's not, it doesn't need to be signal boosted or anything like every people seen it. It's a problematic movie with some good performances. Like we don't need to mm-hmm. talk about yep. it.
3: We're not going to be talking about green book. <clears throat> no, no, right, no,
0: no, we're not going to, but we are going to talk about is five movies that I uh, for the have, enjoyed watching and you know have opinions but actually kind of like had a good time watching them um we're gonna start off with truly one that i love and i think it's a, just a fun kind of movie that if it's on um you know it was on tnt and i'm lazing about in my bed on a saturday afternoon i will definitely watch with commercials and yep. that is bobby's pick my cousin that's Minnie. right
1: nope it's Werner herzog's bad lieutenant court of <laughs> call new orleans
0: <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: that's what we decided on <laughs> <laughs> oh it was my cousin Vinny how could I not do my cousin Vinny it's a movie that I saw when I was too young and appreciated then and then loved ever since and every time I watch it I enjoy it, including last night when I watched it again I pushed it off as long as possible because I figured if I couldn't get to all of the movies for this show my cousin Vinny is one I did not actually need to rewatch. Need to watch to. It, yeah. but I I did anyway and I was glad I did because it's still great um just so many moments that just Rush. it's like one of those movies where you watch it and the dialogue comes back to you as you're watching the scene so good so 1992 uh comedy obviously and, and we were trying to figure out the order to take these films in, and we kind of figured if you were going to drive from location to location you'd probably start with my cousin Vinny and make your way to new orleans so uh here we are in uh what alabama rural alabama yep and uh I mean, do we? I don't. Do, we don't need to talk about the synopsis of my cousin Vinny, right? These kids are. I, mean,
3: I have not seen it until last week, so wow. there are probably other people that haven't. Wow. I, yeah, I never wanted to. Joe Pesci is like talented, but not my jam.
0: Yeah, yeah, but this is a def. This is a different. Well, I guess it's more of a eight eight heads in a duffel bag kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: Joe Pesci.
1: I mean it's it's much better um than that movie where that blonde child physically assaults him over and over again. <laughs> what oh oh home alone. I'm like what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh right. So uh Ralph Macchio and the other kid
3: Yeah, that's how I was gonna characterize yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. and, and the Jewish
1: kid.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. The Italian kid and the Jewish kid.
1: Are are driving across the country for school. And they stop in this rural Alabama town and they go into a mini mart and they're buying a bunch of food. And one of them accidentally pockets a can of tuna fish and doesn't realize it. Cause he's struggling all the stuff. And then he leaves and realizes he's stolen the tuna. And when a cop pulls them over, they think boy, Alabama takes their light shoplifting on accident very seriously until they find out that they've actually been, uh, they've actually been uh, picked out as the murderers of that store clerk who was shot just after they left. And they've been uh, falsely accused and everyone is convinced it was them and they need a lawyer and they need a great lawyer because of how back ass, you know, ass backwards uh, southern justice is and the great lawyer doesn't exist and they can't afford a good lawyer but they do get a free lawyer in one of their cousin, Vinny Joe Pesci, <laughs> a Brooklyn, uh, you know, I, uh, Italian. Quote unquote lawyer who finally just passed the bar after six years of studying shows up with his fiance, the spectacular <laughs> Mona Lisa. Spectacular Mona Lisa.
3: The fiance, young <laughs> enough to be his child. Oh, um, yes. Played
1: by Marista Tomei. I checked him, what, uh, 49 and 27? Is that the age difference Perfect. for the Oof. shooting of this? Yeah.
2: I think that was it. Just about right. This is definitely and, when everybody fell in love with Marissa Tomei, right? Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, 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 she, yeah. she She's the only award winner from this movie, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She's the
0: only one that was nominated. Uh, that was right. the only nomination.
1: Best uh, Supporting Actress. Yeah. And she really, I mean, she owns her character in this. I mean, it's that so speech. good.
2: Well, I uh, think a lot of it has to do with the girl knows cars yes, kind yeah. of thing, yeah, right? Yeah.
1: Right. Oh. Uh, Joe Pesci uh learns on the fly sort of earns the respect of the judge
0: uh the impeccable the second best performance in this whole movie uh the impeccable sure. fred gwynn i love <laughs> him <laughs> <Best in laughs> peace. so great urban munster he's the best what a long mm-hmm.
3: face i know and comedy a lovely in, voice yes uh, he does.
1: big city small town hijinks comedy ensues
3: right jo- joe pesci would not have been nearly effective if he hadn't had fred gwynn as no. the, the, yes. you know the yes. straight man yeah. to play off of Youths. so good you <laughs> 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 oh my god
1: and and you're so rooting for the joe Pesci character as it goes just you feel for him as he's trying to make this happen even though he has no business being in this courtroom And he's
0: also like kind of a dick you're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you wearing yeah
1: yeah no I'll... the way the two of them give each other shit is so endearing and it's terrible but it's also clearly just their dynamic and, and
3: my question for this movie is has he never watched a courtroom drama
5: <laughs> <Never>?
3: <laughs> well I love when he figures out that he
0: can get uh the um the evidence from oh, the, the prosecution dis- disclosure yeah <laughs> yeah right. um also what was I was gonna say oh yeah um Lane Smith, as Jim Trotter, is also really good in this, the prosecution. Mm -hmm. He's really, really funny. Um, No, Oh, I know. When I went to, like, the one time, the one time I was able to, like, kind of serve on a jury, sort of. In Texas, for some reason, they don't say... They say Bordire, and I was so disappointed. I'm like, why do they pronounce it like this? And my friend Emily, who's an attorney, said, Yeah, in Texas, for some reason we say dire,' But I love the way they say it. It's like wa dear. Like it's mm-hmm. so fun. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh I don't know. I I don't know what to say about this movie, except that everyone on earth should watch it, and I'm <laughs> shocked that you hadn't, Dan. Um I, but-
3: I I I was a little worried. In the beginning, when it was the hijinks in the jail cell and yes. Jewish yes. guy misunderstanding and thinking that Vinny was another inmate and that he was going to have to give him sexual favors, be and his a prison nice bitch. That's yes. a I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this movie. This is but I, I don't know when Vinny started learning and yes. prepping and uh, kind of getting yeah. into it, I, he became a much less odious character to me and i started to root for him and his success so i was i quite enjoyed it you know how much i love
0: like a progression montage it makes me so excited you're (laughs) like you're getting better at it you're getting better at it but the like you know mona lisa's speech at the end kind like it makes me so excited like there was it was on sling or something, you know, and there was 1000 commercials. And I was like, I just have to watch through her testimony. And the way that Benny looks at her, even though yes, gross, like it's gross, because like you said, and he's old enough to be her father. But he's so proud of her. Like, yeah, she just like Mm -hmm. knows this. This is in the back of her head. It is it is knowledge that she has had her whole entire life. And she is really, really good at it. You're like, yes anyway yeah I love it I enjoy it a lot and um Christy and I listen to a podcast too weekly which we have promoted on this show before and Bobby the host of it (laughs) he has a few tattoos but doesn't he have a tattoo of my cousin (laughs) Vinny
4: like (laughs) a script what does it say it says um I bet the Chinese food is bad (laughs) 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 or they have and it and it says like whatever Mona Lisa right yeah Yes. Mm. Like it looks like a script. It's very funny.
2: The I feel only- like their intense accents are kind of meant to paint them as dummies. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is something that you get a lot with Southern accents. So I thought it was kind of interesting that yeah. that was turned around. Yeah. The yeah. Southern-
3: who who the is smartest? the dummy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Actually, it is funny. You know, I went to college in Memphis and there were a lot of people from the Alabama region that um, went to college there. And some of the smartest people would have... The thickest accents, and I would be like this fucking idiot, and then you're like, oh, actually, you're like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, accent <laughs> yeah. has nothing to do with anything. No, but it totally where does. Up, but- it it does paint it, and I will say, in this one, Christie's movie accepted because it doesn't really, it's not really an accented movie. This one has the most believable accents to me. I mean they're a bit yeah. thick, but it doesn't. I mean, I've heard Alabama accents and they sound a fair
1: amount like that.
0: Like we could have
2: ranked these by believability of accents. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. For sure.
1: But yeah, because it goes downhill from here. It really <laughs>
3: does. What are you saying about my movie? Uh, you would have gone last.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh no, but it is it's a it's a really fun movie. Again, like I say, it's a definite re- rewatchable um, yeah. for me. Yeah. This yeah, is definitely
1: a tv yeah Saturday afternoon on tv movie too although yeah. i i rented it for the sake of watching it on demand without commercials mm-hmm. you know through the app or whatever paid the three bucks and um it is nice watching the unedited version just yeah. you get all the yeah. all the fucks the that you don't get on TV. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: and, and i would say that this uh, movie is full of character actors with small comic roles and they really make the most out mm-hmm. of all of them like I uh politically correct is not what I would have called the <laughs> no, public no. defender with the, the stutter. The
5: stutter.
2: Yeah. It was
3: <laughs> real funny. It was. Or the yeah. the old the old black lady with the glasses. She was yeah. great. Yeah, yep. she was great. She had like great. two scenes. I know. When I know the public does...
1: defender comes back to the table and goes, "I'm getting better." <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh no I enjoyed it it's a good one okay Bobby are you are we wrapped up on that one do you think I think so I think I
1: my cousin Vinny stands on it as it is one of the best movies of my childhood so
0: yes well um sort of like in the same line maybe not a great movie but a movie that is so embedded in my soul that when I was watching it I was kind of like okay, that's next, that scene is next, that scene is next. And another one of mine that's definitely a rewatchable if it's on TV because it's very comforting to me because I know exactly what's going to happen, even though it's very sad, is Steel Magnolias.
5: Or yeah, as fuck I fuck you, lo- Hillary, because
0: I
3: cried against my will <laughs> at the end of that movie. <laughs> as I lovingly called Stealing, Stealing Bags.
0: bags. <laughs> um, God damn it. Okay, so this is what I'll say. When I was a kid in like 19... 19- eighty six or eighty seven or something. My mom used to take me to plays and whatever in Dallas. We she I was like her little partner in crime and we would go to see plays that were at not even the big theater, but just sort of the community theater thing. And they had Steel Magnolias. And it's basically all set the way that it is is it's all set in the um Truby's um uh salon. And I was too young and I kind of didn't really get it. And like I understood I understood The broad concepts of it, but I don't know. As a kid, sometimes maybe I was a sociopath, but like things sometimes didn't make me cry because I was like, I don't really understand. People just die, and she wasn't a kid, so like that's not a big deal. So I didn't cry. Then I saw the movie, loved it, didn't cry. Now as I've gotten older, is the more that I cry. Like when I'm not explaining the movie, but when Malin goes to pick up Jackson Jr. the baby, I like can't breathe i'm crying so hard when he runs to her and he's smiling and she picks him up i'm like Ugh! anyway so that's a that's a forward promo for my tears but um so basically the, <laughs> the, the the um this the plot is and again this is a heavy cable rotation movie this is another like it's on tbs and i'm like all right like you guys should know it we shouldn't yes. have to explain no mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like six six women in this small town and i what i it's a it's a fictional town but what i Shelby says she lives in Monroe, which is where my sister lives, and she lives in northern Louisiana. So I think it's Natchitoches, sort of, which is kind of on the border of Texas a little bit, but like off I-20. So it it starts off in Truby's um, salon. Nell... Um, is coming in. She's Daryl Hannah. She's coming you in. You kind of sit this entire movie. Uh, well, quickly. <laughs> and Elle gets a job with Truby. Mm-hmm. Um, Truby's doing the hair of Shelby Mullen for Shelby's wedding. Um, the patron. Wait, we're
1: really doing this shot by shot.
0: I'm not. I'm not. I'm just going
2: through the bra. <laughs> Didn't should, we but- read scenes from this? We did. <laughs> we did. <No. laughs>
0: the patron saint of uh, the Tichy Road Trip, Tom Scarrett is Shelby's dad. <laughs> anyway, it talks about all these women coming together. I think my favorite character in this so, the, the six women, I will not go shot by shot, but the six women are Annelle, Shelby, Malin, uh, Clarice, Weezer, and Truby. Um, I feel like I'm a Clarice with a Weezer rising, though I want to be a <laughs> Shelby because I like she, I remember seeing. That was the first time I had ever really seen Julia Roberts before because I, I didn't see Mystic Pizza until I was a little bit older. And I really thought, oh, my God, she's so beautiful. Like, she is just this magnetic personality. Um, But um anyway, it's, it kind of tells the story of these these six women as they go along through their lives. And if you haven't seen it, I don't know. Come talk to me. I'll I'll,
3: I'll tell you about it. <laughs> but- take a crack at this? Yes, please. All right. Sally Field and Julia Roberts, are mother and daughter who live in this small town. Julia Roberts gets married and gets pregnant, even though she has uh, complications from type one diabetes and has been advised not to get pregnant. And then she dies.
0: Yes. Yes. There you go. I did it. And then and all the
3: friends support Sally Field.
0: Yes. There you go. I mean, whatever. I'll yeah. Do you want me to go more point by point? I'll go into details. No, um, I'll just <laughs> do some of the highlights that I saw from the movie that made me laugh. Um, Weezer has my favorite line, which is "Leave me alone," and I'm like, <laughs> I feel that all the time. And when I went to London, I posted on um Facebook. I was like, "Did you know that um uh, Balloon had six fingers?" And my mom was like. Hillary, she doesn't have six fingers. I was like, I know, or six toes, or whatever. And I was like, I know, it's a line from Steel Magnolias. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, uh, I said, Shelby lives in a row, which is where my sister lives. The only like black person in this is the housekeeper, which mm-hmm, is decorating kind of, at the beginning. Yes, it's kind of like true to life. Mm-hmm. Um, Shelby get, receives. The worst haircut of all time i still was like i was trying to see it through like i'm like is it cute now and i'm like it's, no, it's hilarious not. it's not cute um christy i
4: thought of you all gay men are named mark rick or steve Yep. <laughs> at the time my dad of course wasn't out and his name was rick and so that was like a big joke people would say to him and i bet he felt like oh god They know. (laughs) They know. And they like track Uh, lighting, right?
5: They like track lighting.
4: My dad still loves track lighting.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't?
0: Um,. I get really sad when Anel becomes a Bible beater because I really mm-hmm. like her personality when she's at the Christmas festival and she's kind of sassy Anel. I'm like, oh, that's fun. She's got like a blonde wig on. She lost her contact. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those kind of like, um Bobby was saying, it's just one of those movies that I can turn on anytime, any time. And it's like, it's just a set pieces, you know, it's just like, dun, dun, yeah. dun. and then, you know,
1: it's, and done. this cast, I mean. Sally Field, Dolly Parton, Shirley MacLaine, Daryl Mm -hmm. Hannah, Olympia Dukakis, Julia Roberts. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's just stacked with familiar faces.
0: Yeah, really comforting. I'm really sad because um, I weirdly follow, I don't know why, but um, Sally Field's son is this like, he's friends with Ira Madison on Keep It and for whatever reason, I follow him on Twitter and he, he used, he posted like his pinned tweet for a long time was like, you're born gay like you can't be it was basically like. You're born gay, you can't be made gay. And then he posted a picture and he said, bro, oops, never mind. And it's a picture of him being held by his mom and then surrounded by the cast of Steel Magnolias. <laughs> like, oh, that's funny. I was like, oh, that's really cute. Um, but yeah, no. And it's I don't know, I, I, I just enjoy it. It's, just and, a, it's a comforting movie.
3: And you get Dylan McDermott.
0: Yeah, the longer
3: hair suits him, I yes. think there 100%. i like it just a little bit shaggier than he wears it now he looks good
0: and he's such like a he's such like a punk like he he obviously loves shelby but he's like a dick and melin knows like you're not really gonna take care of her like you might kind of take care of her but like you're not really well, gonna take care of her oh, yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah of course he's not <laughs> oh god that- well he's a very certain kind of yes like privileged southern well-off yes, yes, southern he probably went to i don't know oh he went to lsu 100 there's yeah. no, there's <laughs> no other way was in a fraternity yes for sure yes you could hire a black woman to take care of her
2: yeah <laughs> yes of course
4: oh blush and bashful yep i i loved this mo- this was like still to this day when it's on tv my sister and i text each other like it's on this channel and yeah. at one point we went to like a a big vacation where there's like a lot of our friends and for some reason like drunkenly we thought Shelby drink your juice was the funniest <laughs> thing ever and I came home and made a Facebook group and at one point it had over a hundred people that I didn't know who they oh were God. I just ended up and I think I kicked everyone out years ago because I'm the <laughs> only one in there <laughs> but it's still going and people would just put their favorite random lines from, from the movie in there. uh my favorite line is
0: is good it's real real good when the doctor comes in um no, it looks good looks real real good when the doctor comes in after they've had their surgery i don't know why that's always stuck with me it's so weird <laughs> that's how many times i've seen this movie that i'm like oh the doctor that does her kidney transplant like that that really
2: rings a bell oh sure that yeah. one totally is
1: Drink is drinker juice offensive as a show title <laughs> I, can't, I can't
2: tell uh juice well,
1: better
3: i, I to say from- that I'm sorry, Bobby. I will say that it it feels really stagey. Oh. A lot of it, one hundred percent, which yeah, feels like a know, play. is not uh, a problem. And I, you know, Julia Roberts was nominated for best supporting, supporting. actress. Yeah, I think, supporter. and yeah. I completely understand why, because there are because she's Julia Roberts and she's yeah. doing her Julia Roberts thing. But I think she handles the dialogue, especially in the beauty salon parts. Um, much less confidently she sounds yes. like she's saying her lines totally in totally. those scenes yeah. where you know olympia dukakis and shirley mclean and sally field they're all making that work yeah she seems yeah. so young yep um, she is. she was young i think she was yeah. like
0: 21 yeah. i what i really do like because I was like, this one's true sometimes is the um sometimes contentious relationship between mother and daughter because they don't hate each other they love each other a lot uh but it's like she's mildly rebellious and wants to do what she wants to do and Malinda they're very irritated to- by each other yeah, so, <laughs> yes which i have no idea what you're talking about with that.
1: <laughs> i, I a found thing. a julia roberts being birthed by a sally field hard to
0: well yeah, yeah. well no i mean honestly because julia Rob- um sally field is about my mom's age just roughly and Julia Roberts is about my brother's age, so it I just be, mentioned it's, scale. Yeah, it's not oh, the was, timeline. Yeah. It's the <laughs> well,
3: Julia Roberts. Where she come from? She was She's, she's more of a
0: she's more of a than she is no. a, a field. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but and the, whatever. I love Weezer and uh, Tom Scared's relationship. What a dick! I would have be been so mad. I'm mean, like, no. Stop doing that because I hate noise pollution. It makes me so mad. And that I would have called the police on that. I'm like, send him, shoot him.
3: got am to punch his mustache off. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I,
1: know. I uh, can't remember if I brought this up when we read our lines from Still My Goliath, which is tape that should be unearthed at some point. Uh, but I actually had the drink your juice moment with a roommate of mine years and years ago. He was a diabetic and was completely out of it because his sugar was so low and I had to convince him to drink some some juice but the only juice we had which was his emergency sugar stash was sunny delight
3: sunny d oj purple stuff
1: and so i'm like i'm talking to him i'm texting him i'm calling him on his phone because he keeps playing with his phone but he won't like look me in the eyes and i'm like talking to him on his phone from the next room being like drink the juice tom drink your juice
0: (laughs) i um, am i uh that part, that part scared me a lot in the movie. I, cause I really like, I, I came out in 89. So I must've been, I don't know, fifth grade or something. And I just remember like not quite understanding exactly what was going on. And then of course I felt really bad for Truvy because the hair was all messed up. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So when I was at some point when I was with my cousins, we watched it cause it was definitely like a sleepover staple, which is along with beaches, which are these two weird movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, why were we watching these all the time? They're like these weeby, lady movies. But I remember my cousin saying the only thing that Dolly Parton says are like one liners, like all of her um, dialogue are like sassy comebacks, you know, like mm-hmm. the only thing I collect I can't collect or like is money and boys or whatever. Like there's never any like real kind of back and forth. It's just it's kind of mm-hmm. sassy. So she thinks like, that yeah. would be on a pillow. Yes. Yes. Anyway, I enjoyed watching it again. It was it was a comfort.
3: I did do a little research on complications in pregnancy from diabetics for diabetics. Cause I was like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what a diabetic episode looks like. So I didn't know how realistic that was in the beauty shop. And I'm like, I haven't heard about diabetics not being able to having, yeah. Being, and so it turns out that there has been a lot of advances oh. uh, in the last. 3 decades That's so what it I was, was say. not out of the <laughs> yeah. uh range of possibility back uh when the movie was made that there could have been some fairly dire consequences to pregnancy and and that all the literature is like you just have to stay on your sugars yeah. and make yeah. sure that your levels are all really good and lots of diabetics have pregnancies that go just fine you know it's just a risk factor yeah yeah, My grandmother
2: to- had four kids Dang. and her last when she was 40, which is crazy what? for the fifties. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But she was, she was diabetic and um, she used, she didn't take care of, ironically, she was a nurse. Um, But she, like, didn't trust medicine or hospitals.
3: (laughs) She was, like, yeah, because she worked at them.
2: Yeah, (laughs) she was, like, I know what they do to people there. She became an educator rather than a practitioner at some point. But anyway, she was, like, not really great at taking care of her own health. Um, And to the point where all the kids knew to – they had, like, jam lying around. And when mom, like – kind of went quiet and started to slide out of her chair, they would grab the jam and put a little bit, tuck a little bit in her cheek, you know, in her gums to get her sugar back up. It's,
3: it's interesting, interesting that it works that, that,
2: it, that fast. It, well, when you put it in your, in your, in your gums, it works super fast. So that's the, that's probably the best way to revive a fainted diabetic. Now that never happens in our household because his sugar never gets low. It just gets too high. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And That's He's not you have an to hide the either. cookies. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: A little jam in the cheek sounds great right now. Actually, <laughs> it does yeah,
2: I wouldn't mind yeah. it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, is it? Is it time to move on to yes. sex lies and videotape? <laughs> it yes, is. it is. Oh boy, you guys. <laughs> this is the most like I know it was in '89, but this is the most like.
0: 90s independent it really was yeah
2: so i chose this i'd never seen it and it was just one it's just one of these movies that i've been meaning to watch and totally what on earth opportunity do you have and i was like oh it was it's on this list of movies filmed in these states so i was like okay let's let's check this out and gregory was like i feel like i've seen clips from this from other places so i was kind of prepared for something steamy it's not that steamy Mm -hmm. at all There's, there's like a sex scene yeah So basically, uh, Anne, unfortunately named (laughs) Andy McDowell, a very young Andy McDowell, is married to (laughs) Peter Gallagher. Flash John Mullaney. John Mullaney. Yeah, his name, (laughs) their last name is Mullaney, which is unfortunate as well. Um, And he's a lawyer and uh, John went to college with this guy named Graham, who is James Spader and James Spader is kind of a drifter and he shows up at their house to visit and he's going to stay with them until he gets his own place. And, Anne is like, you kind of get the first scene is her talking to her therapist and he asks if she's ever masturbated and she like giggles for 10 10 hours <laughs> about it like oh goodness no i would never um so you get kind of the impression that she's a little bit i mean i don't know it was the late 80s so people the really uh, those it, like
3: short sleeve cream colored blouses and the long flowered <laughs> skirts were yeah. sort of the other giveaways to what kind of character mm-hmm. she was supposed to be yes. playing yes yeah
2: so she's definitely like painted as a prude here um and uh we quickly learn that her husband is cheating on her with her own sister who is like this kind of free-spirited uh what is she a bartender and an artist i guess um and then it turns out that graham uh the the house guest he gets his own place eventually and and Anne goes to to see him for unknown reasons and she's horny for him she's horny Mm -hmm. for him for sure but she can't admit that to herself yet but he reveals to her that that he's impotent in the presence of a woman but he gets his rocks off by watching videos of women talking about their own sexual experiences and that's kind of like his hobby is that he videotapes women talking about Uh, their lives and their sexual experiences and their fantasies
1: his life would have been so much easier in the age of the internet
3: (laughs) none of this would have happened Uh, no, but the point is made that it, it has to be women with whom he has a personal connection. So That's he can't true. just dial up some website. It's the idea of of knowing the women is And they're important. talking
2: to him and telling him their yep. story. Yeah. It's intimate. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got all these tapes um, and they're all labeled with women's names and Anne eventually discovers the affair and discovers that Graham has this hobby or whatever. Um, and it kind of turns out, I mean it obviously it all turns out for the good like the the asshole lawyer guy uh it's strongly implied that he loses his job and wants a divorce and she uh, it's also implied that she ends up with Graham. i was that
0: was the thing that was the biggest surprise to me is what a um kind of happy ending it was Mm -hmm. because like she reconciles with her sister she sort of recognizes you know that her sister whatever is flawed but it's fine it's her sister still yeah yeah uh and he john loses his job and she and graham um like are together i guess or you know yeah the final scene
2: is them like on a porch sitting on a porch yeah Yeah. he's always offering people what ice tea or something
3: she kind of (laughs) she sort of takes his arm and hugs it a little bit and that's as much as it is right and you're left to kind of go huh Is, is are they saying what i think they're
2: saying and when she discovers the affair between her husband and her sister, she goes right to Graham and does like her own revenge. Like, she's like, I'm pissed and this is how I'm going to express yeah. it. And she wants to do her own tape with Graham. Yeah. Um, and he's resistant and to it. He doesn't want to do it. And she's like, no, I'm doing it, which seems unwise, but she's pretty fired up. He doesn't want to do it
3: because he actually is into her. Yeah. 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 Like, so it was uh, emotionally, not just mm-hmm. in a sexual way. Right. Yeah, I, hard
1: uh, picturing James Spader as a sexual deviant, though.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's just so mainstream in all of his other projects. I know it's just it's just a real stretch for him. The unfortunate, yeah, I watched it. He the um TV was like, would you like to watch Secretary? Mm, <laughs> no. Oh shit, where was that? Scent? We got to get it on the
2: list. <laughs> <laughs> the the ending, the way the ending was with them sitting on the porch together made me wonder unfortunately if James Spader could now get it up in the presence of a woman, which I didn't really want to think I, about.
3: I that was another thing that was left very vague mm-hmm. was after he turns the camera off and they start kissing, then does that mean they went and had sex? Yes. I think so. I think so. I don't know. The, I I started watching this movie and I was like, another one. Where I was like, oh no. But then it got really fascinating to me yeah, to did. by the uh, end. Yes. And it's really about emotional connection and emotional intimacy. Yes. More than sex. And I
2: think this was Steven Soderbergh's first. Yeah, yeah. it is. And, and he was raised
3: in Baton
0: Rouge. It. And so I think that's why he, and he was super young. Like he was a really young guy when this, when this yes,
4: came out. it was set in door. or yeah. something. Yeah. I think I was offended that he would always bring her some kind of plant every time he came over. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there's a
0: part where Andy McDowell is like, like at her sister's house and she's like sort of petting the plant. the plant. She picks
4: up
2: the plant that was yeah. on his, on her husband's desk, you like know, the day yeah. before. It's yeah. one of
0: those, it's one of those times where I really had to place myself back into this place where. You know we know Steven Soderbergh now, like I like Ocean's Eleven, I like Aaron Brockovich, all the movies he's done since. Um, uh, you had to place this back in 1989 when you're just like, in this time of Arnold Schwarzenegger and you know Bruce whatever action movies, and the 80s were kind of a little bit of a drought for. Um, really independent-minded movies it was a big studio time and a little bit basic like if you look at the movies that won best picture it's not I mean they're not all bad it just is a it was not the 70s anymore not a stretch no Mm -hmm. and this time I'm like god you must have seen this and been like wow this is a really quiet movie it's really unassuming but it's about like kind of deep things you know somebody's sexuality a woman's sexuality and talking about it and Dave even pointed out like wow this was a time when like talking about a woman masturbating would be like
2: scandalous so scandalous Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Uh, yeah it was really interesting and I'm really glad that I had the opportunity to watch it now I don't think that Baton Rouge really was you know a character in the movie we were talking about that after we watched it Gregory was like I don't think this is really super duper although <laughs> everybody was just sweaty all the time so yeah, well as in that as way I guess it happened. was
3: I would and say it, that Annie McDowell's southern accent was probably the most southern thing about it but it wasn't a Louisiana accent she's got a Georgia accent yeah
0: yeah it's like Georgia South Carolina kind
2: as of far that. as fake accents though this wasn't like blatantly no blatantly awful. Well, and what are you saying about my movie? Uh, <laughs> we'll get there.
0: Um, this is the only time really and I love I love Four Weddings and a Funeral. Like if that was on right now, I would be like, "Guys, I got to go. Four Weddings and a Funeral mm-hmm. is on. I got to go mm-hmm. watch it." I love that movie. This is the only time that I find her her naturalistic quote-unquote style really works for me because she just seems like she's talking. Like that was kind of mm-hmm. refreshing. She doesn't seem like she's trying to act. Um, which is always kind of a struggle for Annie McDowell when she's just talking. It seems normal, though. It was funny when she says, "Well, Graham, that that's a weird name." And I'm like, "I don't even think in 1989 Graham was a weird name. No, like, I knew wasn't. people named
2: Graham. Yeah, um, it wasn't a Bible name, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know. In the 80s, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. God, though. I mean,
0: somebody who went from being to me extremely hot to extremely not hot uh is james vader like in <laughs> city and pink when he's an asshole and even in this even with a mullet i think that he's i mean he has a ni- like a nice tight body he looks really good and now like he just is like a square sort of like he's like <laughs> and he's
2: always well, and really he was cool. like a sensitive nice yes. guy yeah. and i don't even mean that in a <laughs> snitty way like he really was well and he's a not cop
0: well, I guess yeah. he isn't that was the only honestly, like okay. So the beginning it opens with um Laura Sangiacomo, who Dave and I were debating what we know her best from. He said just shoot me, just which shoot I, me. Is, I, shoot said, me. I said Yeah I said pretty woman because I watched that way too much as a kind of small child. Um, but you know, she was sort of a thing or was starting to be a thing. That beginning was probably the only real like sex sex scene, you know, it. And it's not that right it's not that explicit or anything, but the the, the most explicit part is when he's sort of admitting that he, you know, thinks about her in certain ways. And that was sort of the like, ooh, like that was kind mm-hmm. of like titillating or whatever. Because it's like somebody who's thinking about her and what she wants and like pleasing her as opposed to just like getting his rocks off.
2: Which is revolutionary. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. What a concept.
1: She also had an NCIS arc. Just throwing it out there.
2: Anime oh, good to know. Oh, yeah, no. Andrew, no yeah. would... Laura send Thank you, you come she's the
3: sister she's the sister yes. that that yeah. he's sleeping with yeah. she's very sexy yeah yes, she, she is, is. She, had, yeah. she had like great outfits yeah she wore yeah at the bar everybody
2: smoked the guy at the bar might have been my favorite <laughs> 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 <He>
3: <laughs> <was> <laughs> we're
2: really? both wearing the same color
4: <laughs> shirt
2: <laughs> <laughs> he cracked me up the whole time so and i delightful. mean he
3: certainly was On his hustle.
4: He really knew his
3: business, yeah. He didn't really
2: care. He wasn't very
4: successful.
2: (laughs) That's probably not
4: the bar to hang out in all the time. (laughs) No, and he was was. there at
2: like 11 a.m. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Go Uh, ahead, dude. uh, But I like that it was very...
0: I mean, it it did... I was telling Dave, it does seem... It wasn't a play, I don't think, but it does seem playish only because there's not really any outside scenes. It's like scenes, you know, they're all in like yep. oh, everything. I think takes it place was in a super room. low budget. Yeah, yep. totally. Mm-hmm. But it was very um, uh, slim, but I mean that in a good way where it was just mm-hmm. like, the, it, you know, they're only talking about and I kind of like that they kind of get to the gist of everything sort of quickly. And it yeah. was only about 100 minutes. So you're like, oh, wow, that that wrapped up. Yeah, it was great. And Peter Gallagher's eyebrows, oh, of course, girl.
3: you know, why does he always play such douchey characters? Cause he's so pretty, he's so know. hateable in this. <laughs> yeah. In so many other movies. And he seems like what, from what I've seen of him in real life, he seems like a lovely person. Totally. He just so has that he, ability to like smirk and be yes. like, uh, I'm richer mm-hmm. than you. <laughs> Gosh,
0: the part where he, when he's watching her tape and he says, here we go. And, when he asks, you know, have you ever thought about having sex with other men? Right. And I'm like, you motherfucker.
3: Like, you've been fucking her sister the whole time. Like, yeah, where does he get off?
2: Well, we know where he gets off.
3: Right. So. Well, right. and the fact that she admits that she doesn't think she's ever had an orgasm Uh, if you know if i was peter gallagher boy that'd be a (laughs) wake-up call yeah that didn't seem to really phase him
2: him. no and she admits in therapy early on that she's kind of disgusted by the idea of him touching her and they are like what i think they graduated from college i think it was a decade ago or something yeah Yeah. according to their discussion about Graham, and so that means that puts them in their early 30s probably at the latest oh. and they're already in this like marriage where they where she can't stand for him I to mean, touch sorry. her oh, yeah Oof. yeah
0: Anyway, but I'm glad, Meredith, it was definitely something that I always wanted to watch. I did join the Showtime free subscription trial um, Me too. that I yeah, put sorry on. Sorry the- about that. No, no, it's okay. I put it on the calendar for next Thursday. Let's all remember cancel. to cancel that.
3: <laughs> Whatever. I paid $12.99 because oh. I wasn't going to fall for that scam. Um
4: but anyway there's but some good I, shows I, on showtime i can i know can list. <laughs> you've got six
2: days to watch them. <laughs> mm-hmm. but i was a 30 day trial you oh, guys. oh, i know shit mm-hmm.
0: um but i was i was glad to watch it it was you know yeah. as a film minor but as i just had never seen it before i like it was just it passed me and i thought oh, what, what am i gonna make time for this like it's i mean me- that
2: came out when i was uh, seven so yes. that was not a movie for <laughs> me when it came out <laughs> so, why not yeah um, secretary I will... is
1: secretary is set in florida so we're not going to be getting back to james spader <laughs> oh. being a weirdo anytime soon mm.
0: i have told my james spader story on this show haven't i yes you have okay so yeah he was my customer who always said my name yeah. uh-huh yep. hillary hillary hillary
3: but it was more towards the not cop version of James yes. Spader than the sex lesson video. Yes. James Spader. Yes, he was wearing a fedora. Did, you, did he kind of like
4: rub his chest when he said it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, fortunately or unfortunately not. Yeah. Um, he actually has my favorite. um, Every moment of any movie of it, like any time is in Pretty and Pink where he goes, You're gonna be late. And he just points at the bell and it rings and in Pretty in <laughs> Pink. I'm like, You're so cool. He's such a dick, but he's so, so cool. slick.
6: Ugh.
0: All right. right let's time move to on. talk about Ann's
1: movie. <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh
0: and the one thing this is what I was gonna say before, and actually I would say this with um uh, with sex eyes and videotape. A lot of these movies, I was like I haven't seen in movies real teeth in a really long time. There's a lot of real teeth. Like oh, my I, gosh. When I saw immediately Dennis, when I saw really gross fake <laughs> or real <laughs> teeth, real teeth. Anyway, go on.
3: Uh, well, let me tell you how I picked this movie before I tell you what it is. I was looking at a, an Internet article that was the 40 best movies set in Louisiana. And I went on the list and I would like to give an honorable mention. I almost picked. A Soldier's Story, which is another movie based on a play, but it's about a segregated army unit in the 40s where there's a murder and then there's a a black investigator brought in to investigate. It stars a a young Denzel Washington, whose character's name is Melvin Peterson, which was my father's name.
4: Oh, And so
3: I, I saw this movie back in high school for part of a class and I always remembered it. I almost, almost picked it. But I thought that the sense of place was not strong enough. Like it could have been on any army base in the South, Mm. which is why I picked the Big Easy, which everyone said (laughs) was very New Orleans based. I read a couple of reviews where they said New Orleans is sort of like another character in the movie. And I thought, aha, that's the movie for me also stars uh Dennis Quaid at his most charming yes cheekiest mm-hmm. yes. hottest yes. yeah he's period really- you guys know Dennis Quaid is on my list he's yes. on my five he's one year younger than my mother yes and he's wow. on my list of five um also starring Ellen Barkin uh I'll just there was a kind of a good very short plot summary on IMDB set in New Orleans Remy McSwain, lieutenant in homicide, finds that he has two problems. The first of a series of gang killings, and also Anne Osborne. Second Anne. Wow! (laughs) Uh Mm -hmm. With an E. A beautiful attorney from the DA's police corruption task force in his office. He begins a relationship with her as the killings continue, only to have charges filed against him for accepting bribes as he stumbles on a police corruption sting. While this is happening, the criminals insist that none of the crime gangs are behind the killings. Dun, dun, dun. 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 (laughs) So this is a sexy thriller. Maybe it's not great that I picked this one uh, right after I um, picked the last one, which I already forgot the name of. Oh, hot body heat! heat. Thank you. Yes. After yeah, it was very, very similar. Has the same vibe. Yes. Yeah. same yeah. time period. Yeah, same yeah. kind of sexy yeah. noirish Steaming. thing. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. The sex scenes sweat. in this movie were definitely hotter than Sex yes. lesson videotape, as mm-hmm. well as more numerous. Ellen Barkin is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. in this role. Uh, um,
0: but by the way, they are, I googled it while I was watching, they are actually age-appropriate. They were one week, one week apart from wow. each other. She is one week younger than he is. I was like, wow, I'm <laughs> impressed. They're both like 32 years old in this. Amazing. I know.
3: Um, Dennis Quaid is hot, but repulsive.
2: Minus yeah. the in teeth. The
3: well, in the movie.
2: Attitude and the Well,
3: I probably wasn't watching it on HD, so I didn't, like, he was doing a very, um, sex predator kind of thing when he he meets her and he wants to go to dinner and she says, no. And he says, no, you're going to dinner with me. And she says, okay, the next scene is them at dinner and and then they go to dinner and she's like, I'm not into you, but I'm into you, but I'm investigating you. So we're not having sex. And then they go back and they have sex. And I'm like, I don't understand (laughs) this. Like she is. Super klutzy. They make a of big course. deal about her, like fumbling her stuff when he comes into the room. But she's also an extremely sharp and confident litigator. But then she's also super nervous and inexperienced sexually. And I'm like, w- what are they doing? And he's out of the if they say no, just keep asking or keep telling playbook, which was really creepy and gross. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's sort of a strange thing and i didn't really follow the murder neither. mystery plot neither all that much but in the end it just turned out that it was john goodman <laughs> and the and other the guy. guy with the toupee <laughs> were dirty cops and they were just um putting suspicion onto crime gangs they were disguising yeah. these murders as criminal hits in order to hide their heroin Ring that they had with Ned Beatty, the captain. Was he the captain? Yeah, whatever. He was the captain. Um, yeah, this movie doesn't reflect very well on the New Orleans police. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say, nor on New Orleans as a city <laughs> in general. Although I think it does kind of give a good flavor of the party atmosphere. And there's yeah. a lot of Zydeco music. Yeah. A lot of Zydeco. Great.
4: <laughs> the soundtrack lot, was the best part of it Yeah, movie. a lot a lot of a lot of cocktails, a lot of
3: were there beads? I don't remember. No beads. That was girl strip that there were beads mm-hmm. in. Definitely. Um I it got pretty good reviews. I think I think Roger Ebert gave it a hundred out of a hundred <laughs> well, on his review. But I think at the time
0: and compared also compared to I, what? Well, I think also <laughs> I think real. also at the time, again. In 1986, okay, like Top Cone comes out then, and you know, this is the year that you're living in. I just think kind of like in a Julia Roberts way, Dennis Quaid, this is one of his first really big roles, and you're just like, wow, he is so charming. Like he's, I mean, yes, he's Mm -hmm. a total sleazeball, but like he's so good looking that it's like you kind of get captivated by it, Um, and It's weird because to me, what I, what I was, I was expecting more of a body heat vibe in that Ellen Barkin since has played film, femme fatales a little bit more. Like she's sort of the bitchy, you know, woman who's manipulating the whole situation. And this, she's like, you said this, she's this klutzy naif. Like she's just sort of like, I'm doing, I'm a nerd who's doing her job (laughs) and wants to get away from it all. And, you know, he's a little bit more of the I don't know he's he's uh, a little bit char- more charismatic but um again it was one of those movies where I was just like that was a really silly movie but I was kind of entertained by it I mean the notes I had was like oh oh is it the big easy like they're very much <laughs> like hey, we are in New Orleans like the chef uh yes exactly uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's very Paul Proudhon uh, I said natural teeth but Dennis is hot and I spelled it with four t's um the part is I- his
2: teeth his, I know, his brown
0: their brown teeth egg teeth um the, par- the thing that <clears throat> well first of all his partner the lady partner is from when harry met sally so i was really excited about that she's one of the friends and when harry met sally i said it has a lot of ass but the only thing that i was like yikes well actually there were two things that made me go like yikes 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 i mean i understand that it's set in the 80s Just so two? I- well <laughs> i mean with two things that were i was like ooh. um one, the purse robbery part where I was like,
2: Yeah, oh, oh yeah, the yikes. only people in the movie <laughs> yes. are the muggers, yes, in New Orleans. I yeah, know.
0: uh, yikes, and then they use the R word like a fair amount of times, yeah, like, wow i just i just don't hear that so much anymore in that Mm -hmm. way and i'm not saying redskins i'm saying the other R word and it was just Mm -hmm. a little bit startling to refer to somebody in that way
2: i'm listening to lindy west's um the witches are coming on audiobook and she Mm -hmm. says it many many times but she beeps it out she beeps herself saying it yeah
0: no i mean actually what's weird is in a way that was a word the slur that I have probably used the most in my life as a descriptor of somebody being as a situation being stupid. I obviously do not use that anymore, but I think in 1995, I probably did.
2: Like, you, I think you it was making... a lot more acceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately and now, then, I, now yeah.
0: I, or, or describing something as gay, like say, like, Oh, that's okay. So you know, just mm-hmm. these things that you're like, I can't believe I ever said that, but I I didn't, I mean, I knew better. I'm not going to be like, I didn't know any better. But it was just like, that was the collo- colloquial term of using it. But it was a little bit startling to hear now. But I do think <laughs> the things that made me laugh about this movie were, one, I totally was like, did I like, lose track? Like, I don't really understand this. I don't understand then there's like this long trial and i don't really understand ex- i mean i understand what's going on and then the cover-up and the murders and all that i was kind of losing the thread but what made me laugh was the end it was like oh they walked away from this you know explosion on the boat and then they were like we're married now <laughs> I, I know, like, and now? Just, like, <laughs> carrying
3: her around during the credits <laughs> oh, and i wrote in my notes now. In my notes i was like the credit scene was just like meredith and gregory i bet <laughs> how did you know <laughs> but it's very weird because she's very um i mean she's on the anti-corruption task force for god's sake she <laughs> has really strong feelings about police corruption and and he in the end we're like well he was only sort of corrupt. Yeah. He did like the kickbacks and the protection money and the bribes. but he didn't kill anybody. <laughs> unlike those mm-hmm. other cops. And the fact that she would be okay with marriage. I mean, the sex must've been really good. Real well, good. it was
0: clearly, like, we saw a fair amount of, uh, digital <laughs> penetration.
3: Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, uh. yes,
3: we, we did. But I, you know, I, I thought, the sting where he got busted as a dirty cop accepting protection money, that was very weird and kind of designed to protect him as a good guy mm-hmm. in our eyes in a way that, yeah. you know, it's not normally something that he would have done. And I thought it was a real weak case, actually, yeah. because yeah. he the, the bar owner handed him the envelope of money he was like, what's this? And then he instantly realized he didn't really even accept the money. Yeah. And he threw the money in the air and ate the envelope. <laughs> mm-hmm. so I the just day- don't see how that all would have been a case that would have stood up in court.
0: Well, and the part that I was like, okay, the part that we're all forgetting, even if he is, you know, if he's found guilty of this, he could be like, I fucked her like two nights ago. Like, we yeah. cannot have this trial <laughs> right now. Like, this is, <laughs> this doesn't work like this. We can't yeah. have this relationship.
3: I would say the other part that was really made me uncomfortable were more consent issues when he has uncle sal the hmm. police officer basically yes. kidnap her and manhandle yes. her into the cop car and yes. take her out to the country jamboree <laughs> where they <laughs> all her are running shorts. and then when she won't talk to him he's like okay fine and you know she's trapped out there and she doesn't have her wallet and she you know she's in running shorts I mean, yeah, <laughs> she has no way to get back except eventually to find a phone and call a taxi. And I just thought that is yeah, really, really shitty. Yeah. Really, really, really shitty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I thought the worst part was Dennis Quaid's accent. Well I, I mean <laughs> <laughs> But he said share a whole bunch of times. Yeah. He he said share. Sure. yeah.
0: It's so funny too because I was reading I guess the Wikipedia page. And it was like, he studied for so long and he he's from Houston. It's not, I mean, in Houston of all of the cities in Texas is the most, I mean, obviously it's the closest big city to Louisiana and it has some bayous and it definitely has a Creole influence. So I thought, well, maybe, you know, and I'm like, no, this is so the new Orleans accent to be fair is a truly odd. Accent. It's
2: very unique. And he falls in and out of it. Just like yes. at will it's like, Oh, he forgot. And then he isn't doing it.
0: I remember during the Hurricane Katrina coverage in like, you know, 2005 on NPR, you would hear these people, they would interview these families, mostly white families, but these families. And it's this weird combination of like, it sounds almost like Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. but with this weird Southern Creole twist, it is uh, is unlike any other accent. It is actually the closest I can come to is I have not watched it, but whenever I hear clips from the mayor of east town i always think of that kind of philadelphia accent or new jersey accent that almost sounds southern to me in a lot of ways mm. and it's this sort
2: of hodgepodge accent you are like i don't even know where this comes from it's so i think odd that the the it. only other accent that strikes me that way is st louis yes yeah st louis has a really interesting accent
0: well because it's like this it's caught in the middle of of midwest and southern kind of deal yeah
3: I would assume that sort of runs true for Louisiana. Everybody came down to the Mississippi yep. and ended yep. up in the Delta yep. there. And that's where all that could have come from.
0: It did remind me again, like I always say, I love, I, I love New Orleans. It is a place that I can stay for two days. I have one time <laughs> stayed for four days and I was like, this is too much. I need to go because there's only so much like, super rich food and drinks that I can handle. And it is really just like a, I mean, it is what I love about new Orleans and you see it in our next movie. What I love about new Orleans, it is such a unique city in the United States. Like I, what I, I hate about traveling a lot of times is you can go anywhere. And sometimes it feels like any big city, you go to Houston, you go to Dallas, you go to even Chicago, you know, just these cities that are cool and have some unique things. I'm not disparaging them, but they you know, have big box stores, and they just feel kind of whatever. New Orleans truly feels like this just weird, unique city. You know, it has—it's chaos and it's dirty, but it's also beautiful and has this art and this crazy architecture and this weird history. Um, but it is just goes twenty-four hours a day, and uh, by the end of it, it's like Vegas, where I'm just that like, sounds hmm. exhausting. I'm like, <laughs> well, and I always like kind of go hard when you first get there. You're like, yes, this is so fun, and then by the end, I mean uh speaking of airports the the worst airport in um combination with the city is new Orleans. the whatever it's called i think it's like the miles davis airport or whatever it's but you go there and you think it's going to be sort of a fun airport because like mccarran is sort of like oh you can gamble at mccarran it's kind of fun the new orleans airport is so depressing it has bright fluorescent lights it's one story it's awful and i have gone there before my flight left at like 7 PM. We were so done that we got there at three and we just sat there. Cause we were like, we just need to like sit down at the airport, <laughs> but it has like, not really great. It doesn't have great food. It doesn't have like Bobby, you were talking. It doesn't have like the regional flavor. Really. I think they're just like, get out of here or get in. Like I mean, <laughs> they want to like shoo you out, but well, um, it's well, kind of
4: far from the city. Totally. It's, yeah. It's, it's the up. Louis Armstrong yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. they'll have like people playing music, which is fun. But yeah, it is kind of just like they just haven't updated it since. No, it's it in, like fully, the 70s or something. Yeah, it's
0: totally from the 70s and 80s, and it's just like here's your gate, uh,
4: <laughs> like <there's> nothing <laughs> exciting. About yeah, at it. least have some beignets or something. <laughs> well, like, exactly. Anything, right? oh,
0: Cafe Du Monde. I was trying to explain to the kids the other day. I love Cafe Dumont so much, and every time I go, I'm so stupid. I always wear like something black like oh, a black yeah. shirt and i'm like hmm and there's just like dust yeah. all over me, but, but everyone looks like that right yeah it doesn't matter it's <laughs> so good but that's always my last day treat where it's like okay we're gonna leave in a couple hours let's go get some let's go wait get some you vignets. only
4: get it one time i mean days? yeah, probably but oh, <laughs> well that's because i don't drink so well i know i'm like
0: i'm doing some other stuff there so right.
3: <laughs> I don't know though. Is it that you went to Cafe Dumont or did you fall into the hold of the boat with all the heroin in it? I mean, also that, but
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, God. I know that was that was a lot of heroin. I, and how was what's his face? Um
1: that
4: Ned baby.
0: Beatty. Yeah, like how was he still alive? He's like, Ugh,
1: he I'm just still enough in him for one last act. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that
1: was that's what got him uh, into
3: heaven right there. That I last know. shot. You know, Never. it talking about um, you know, the unique character of New Orleans, which is, again, why I picked this movie, because I yeah. thought we'd be getting a unique character. I wrote down in my notes early on New Orleans as kind of a southern New York City, because mm-hmm. it has wise guys, got totally. kickbacks and yeah. special flavors, favors for the cops. But then I was reading about it afterwards. It was originally the movie was set in Chicago. Oh, well, and one of the producers had gone from to Tulane and said, hey, yeah. Why don't we change it to New Orleans? And I was like, oh, so then it made a ton of sense. Yeah. yeah. Why all this was sort of a little off
0: kilter.
1: Yeah. I guess.
0: I mean, also, New Orleans is sort of a crooked town, but, but, but yeah, for different, different reasons. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Can and you also- picture
1: Dennis Quaid doing a Chicago accent. Oh, I think he'd do a better one than his yeah. New Orleans yes. accent. Instead of share, he'd just say the bears every time.
4: <laughs> Everyone should just agree that on a hard accents, we're just not doing in them. Well, that's a thing. It's I like wish. I
0: don't think that um, that many people have such a deep Louisiana accent. I mean, it's sort of they all have as much as I have a Texas accent, which I know I have a little bit one, but mm-hmm. but it's sort of like a late, you know, it's, it's not in the background. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I think most people aren't growing up like blah, 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 blah. you know. It's more of, of the older people there. But hey, Tishy, where, where you are? Where you yeah. are too? Tishy, road trip to New Orleans. Let's go. I, I love. All right, mean I haven't been in. I haven't been in a couple years.
2: We just finished Angel. I should have told you, Hillary. We finished it the other day. And the oh. worst part of the whole series is when they do flashbacks to when he's supposed to be Irish. And he still oh. has this awful, awful <laughs> Irish he accent. Tries. I hate it. Why did they make him do it? He, he can't tries. do it. He tries and then forgets and stops. But he's actually just... an
4: Irish person. But mm-hmm. he... <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> like um if anyone saw the hbo um special of chernobyl they all Im- tried to do russian accents and they're like nope everyone sounds terrible So we're all just going with our normal accents. I and mean, everyone like, has english accents yeah
2: like darla had an american accent in ireland for some reason wherever they were in europe yep. and that was never explained so there's no reason he couldn't have yes. had
3: no accent <laughs> well john goodman did not do which louisiana is weird because i
0: think he's like East. kind of ba- i think he's from louisiana no
4: he's not from there but he it was lives- either this movie or another movie he fell in love with the woman he's still married to her that was i was wondering if this is the movie but he lives there now
3: yeah i was he gonna say he, he resner's
4: old yeah. house wow <laughs> that's like hmm. on the same block hmm. as sandra bullock
0: <laughs> wow i know whatever new Orleans is fun we yes. could we could do a we could just do a road trip there but just only like for this. like for- but for real for like 48 hours but yeah (laughs) we could do it yes all right and do you have anything else to say no no it was fun I'm glad I watched (laughs) it It was another honestly it was another one that I was like I've never seen it and I have always heard of it like and again I think it's one of those ones that was like oh it's really sexy and it's like well there are sexy moments in it I mean compared to today maybe not as much but again there's some sexy moments in it and I'm it was uh,
3: fine. I would say that body heat was better.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, because yeah. The, the, the narrative of it and the mystery was a little bit
3: more interesting. Yep. This
0: is a little bit convoluted.
3: is little. Yeah. Convoluted is a good yeah. word for it. I didn't I wasn't upset that I watched it, but it no. just I mean, I'll sit there and watch Dennis Quaid for two hours. For sure. But <laughs> it just it wasn't it, it wasn't as good as Roger Ebert led me to believe it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tune into the parent trap the
0: Nancy Myers remake for some really hot Dennis Quaid.
4: What about inner space? That's where I,
0: Oh Oh, my
3: God. He was (laughs) so the Tuck Pendleton machine. Zero (laughs) defects.
0: Oh, well the problem with (laughs) him (laughs) now, the problem with him now is as much as he was age appropriate in this particular movie, he is not age appropriate in his real life. So that's kind of (laughs) weird. And like, I think his wife or whatever is, Many many years younger than any of us on this show. So, mm-hmm. so
3: you're saying
4: Anne has a chance? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> it really was kind of a blow to me when he and Meg Ryan got divorced, and I, I don't know. usually care about celebrity couples. Yeah, uh,
0: I have things to say about that because they were like she was the one that was, you know. Pilloried for it, and I guarantee you he was cheating on her the entire time. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're
1: only using the word pillory because it rhymes, because it rhymes with pillory. With
0: well, yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's true. But if but... I was going to cheat on Dennis Quaid, I wouldn't do it with Russell Crowe. No, mm-hmm. not even then. <laughs> but I guarantee you he had, he was actually sure. done a lot of I'm times. Sure. Um, okay, and finally, we are staying in New Orleans. A little bit more of a party attitude uh, <laughs> with the 2017 movie "Girls
4: Trip." Christy's choice. Yes, I'll read the little blurb because it's kind of funny. When four lifelong friends traveled to New Orleans for the annual Essence Festival, sisterhoods rekindled. Sisterhoods are rekindled. Wild sides are recovered, and there's enough dancing, drinking, brawling, and romancing to make the Big Easy blush. <laughs> that's, that's cool. good and, yeah, and enough
3: peeing on crowds <laughs> oh, oh, i gross. did not like that part no that was
0: <laughs> the part even in the movie theater when we're all like dying and you're kind of like oh like we're super into this this is so fun i was like i need to like, that was the
3: bridesmaids yes moment. Yeah. Yeah. i 100%. thought about it i was like why am i okay with Maya Rudolph having diarrhea Oh, I
2: wasn't okay with that either. <laughs> but I
4: was not okay. Because it wasn't comically amount. Like she just kind of ducked down in the dress. Like that's what you would do, right? If like, oh, this well, is happening. Well, and she's peeing on other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they only, like and they're coming run out
2: of cover.
0: It's if,
4: coming out of a hose.
0: If it, it would have been realistic. realistic,
4: yeah, yeah. If it would have been realistic like, oh, it's coming down my legs. It would have been a lot more funny, I think. Yes. Yeah
2: we're getting ahead of ourselves uh, so. yeah i know sorry.
4: okay so it's about um four friends that um went to college together i think only college i didn't get high school they call themselves the flossy posse and no <laughs> they all have matching no. monogram <laughs> necklaces <laughs> and the flossy posse is so terrible
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> well they were in college and what did they say the my little pony a motorcycle club uh, jackets that they all had made that's funny um so there was sasha who is played by queen latifah and dina who's played by tiffany haddish who every friend every everybody needs to have a dina as a friend
3: and does not that would be the death of me
4: that means you die i would have a stroke of <laughs> um, lisa's played by jada pinka smith and ryan is played by regina hill um And wasn't this produced by Will Smith? Isn't that why? Maybe. (laughs)
2: Why Jada's in it. So,
4: if you haven't heard Tiffany's story. Oh, it is the best.
0: It's the best part. Oh, man.
4: That's about taking Will and Jada to the swamp tour while (laughs) filming this movie. We need to. I have it on YouTube that I just watched. So, we should link it because. It is the best part about this movie, and it isn't even part of the movie. So. It is
0: so freaking funny. And Jimmy Kimmel's response to it is like just he's like dying. He like oh my can't gosh. Breathe. He's like, Oh my god, this is the best story I've ever heard.
4: Yeah, it is really the funniest story. So they travel to Essence Fest because um Ryan is like the next Oprah, they call her her and her husband. And we find out that her husband, Stuart, has been cheating on her, and she just kind of lets it go because they're like this famous couple. And then Dina does not like this very much and she um when she breaks a bottle that's the best part um, <laughs> <laughs> and Queen Latifah is kind of like a Perez Hilton like person and runs yeah. gossip blogs um to pay the bills and uh, they just go to th- this has more guest stars than any movie I've ever seen I think mm, yes playing so themselves. many musicians so many musicians yeah how did the, well i guess if you have well they were of at it. the actual essence fest though oh yeah. like, was it actually filmed there yeah. I was wondering yeah, yeah okay yeah so uh had anyone seen this before
0: yes nope. i saw it i saw it in the theater with my I'm mom sure. lol <laughs> and missy we went to a I think it's since closed, but there's this old mall in Dallas. Meredith, it was um, Valley View, which I think has closed. Oh, which, like not yeah. super far from where you lived. I don't know. was really close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was, my parents loved it because the movies were like super cheap because it was like a really shitty theater. And all there was was like closed stores and like a place to hold like Keens and Euros or something. I'm and I not think
2: of my yeah. reference for that place. Oh, it's because. Um, That's we went out there. We live. We were living in Uptown, and a friend of ours wanted to learn how to drive a stick, and so that's where we decided. You we went to, to like go, the because the, there was nothing nothing out there. there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I have a picture from it because it was like closing down. Nothing was open. Yeah. Except the theater and the Kinsanira place, and it was like <clears throat> freaky. It was like. Why is this? Everything is closed. It's it's a weird mall that's empty. But we went to go see there, and it was like a relatively packed theater. I think my mom had already seen it, so she was like, "Let's go. It'll be really funny." Um, and, I mean, obviously, it's kind of weird to see that with your mom, but like we had a great time, and it was definitely a movie. A lot. Um, there's something about Mary to me, or any of the Judd Apatow movies that are like sort of gross out, or even like Bridesmaids or something like that, where it's almost meant to be seen with other people because everybody's laughing and you're kind of all in hysterics. Like everybody's just like, Oh my gosh. And it sort of feeds off of each other. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I find when you see a comedy by yourself, unless you're like extremely high or something, it's sort of like, <laughs> huh. you know, you're kind of like not going to LOL. Literally. You're just like, Oh, that was funny. You know, I just, I don't typically laugh out loud that much, but in that kind of situation it was definitely like I, we were, like dying. Cause it was so crass. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
4: Crass. And you don't I, usually see that with women.
0: No, 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 exactly. And yeah, I mean, some of the parts I would say some of the parts that are like, and I like queen Latifah. I think she's a really, really, really talented and Regina hall was really talented, but some of those parts I was just kind of like, I don't really care. Like let's move on to the, like, I want to see them do a, like a dance routine or something, you know, like yeah. let's. I want to dance off like,
4: every movie yes. needs to
0: have a dance off. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, but but we had a really really
4: really good time with it. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, so I will never look at grapefruit the same. Oh god, oh. Oh god. <laughs> and I kind of want to start calling my boobs Biggie Smalls.
0: Right, listen, <laughs> why not? They're oh. sometimes they're differentiating in size, so that's
4: okay. Yeah. The um, the soundtrack was amazing. Yes. Yeah. I do love the dance fight fighting dance fight. And then um, it ending with the second line is the perfect ending for any new Orleans. Yeah,
0: Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, No, it was definitely. It's definitely one that's like, I don't know if you can almost repeat the first time you see it, especially if it's in a theater. Chrissy, did you see it in a theater? Yeah. Yeah. When you see it in the theater, it's like, Oh my God. Like I, again, like I remember the first time I saw like the 40 year old virgin, which now again, seems very dated in a lot of ways, but I was like, this is the funniest movie I've ever seen. And it <laughs> yeah. was like, because it was in the theater again, I don't know if I was, if I was watching it from home, I would be like, this is so hilarious. It just is. It kind of captures this magic there. Yeah. And it sort of made Tiffany Haddish a star, which I don't know. That's the thing that's so interesting to me is I don't know if she's fully converted on it. Um, because she is so funny and I think she makes plenty of money. I don't think she's like down in the dumps or anything, but I, I think after this, I thought, Oh, she is going to be a star. And now it's sort of a little bit um, slacked. I mean, she's also like my age. So that she that got probably.
2: a lot of accolades for this. Yeah, world, she, didn't oh, she? oh yeah.
0: I, I think people thought she was going to be nominated for uh, best funny actress. And in fact, the year that this movie came out. So the Oscar nominations in 2018, she announced them. Um, which was sort of funny because a lot of, and I'm not even being like, she can't pronounce names, but it, she put funny spins on names, but that <laughs> she was like, not necessarily understanding how to, uh, pronounce. But I think a lot of people thought, oh, she's going to announce her own name on this, but it didn't. And, and that's the thing comedies. I mean, Melissa McCarthy being nominated for bridesmaids was one of the last times, uh, there was a female comic actress that was. Uh, that I'm duplicating what I'm saying, but like that was nominated for an Oscar. They just don't really recognize
3: comedies as being a tough thing to do. Well, and they don't do a lot of comedies with women. No, no,
4: no, no. Mm-mm. It's like pickings Pride are
3: kind of slim
2: because yeah, women yeah. aren't
4: funny. They're not funny, no. so definitely. yeah. No, it's
2: well, I'm not tough. saying anything. It's really hard. <laughs> Good for you.
4: I'm um, the funniest person you know. Shut up. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I I highly recommend her uh bo- her book her audiobook um the last the bl- what is it the last her black, black, black unicorn. unicorn yeah it's it so funny and her life is so interesting i would yeah. definitely recommend yeah. listening to that yeah. um so did had it had you seen it and meredith bobby nope I had not. what did you think it was an enjoyable romp <laughs> <laughs> i hated it
5: <laughs> <laughs> i feel, I like, can,
3: Anne, it it feel not like it would stress you out extremely no and i hillary i think you have a good point about watching it in a crowded theater versus watching it by yourself
5: where
0: you're like I "Mm -mm."
3: just did I will I have two notes number one I don't think that's how absence works it does not and number two Mike Coulter can do whatever he wants yes yes (laughs) yes. I will watch it that is fine but it was just not my vibe like we mentioned you don't usually see women being crude and I'm like well I don't want to see men being crude either yes
2: yeah, yeah, It reminded me of how, it, I know it wasn't set in Vegas, but it reminded me of how much I hate Vegas because it had that kind of vibe to like the party aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And I really hate that, <laughs> but yeah. I, you know, I I can watch other people do it and and be glad that I'm not doing it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. After my Porky's marathon, it was just too much. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
4: Um. Well, well, someday I'll pick a movie that you like. Well, I guess you liked Moonlight. I did. I liked Moonlight a lot. I well, loved that Kate Walsh, like the only white person in the movie, was <laughs> such an idiot. Oh, my gosh. I know That was so, so cringy, but at least it was
3: supposed to be cringy. Yes,
4: yeah. yes. But it was cringy in a way that, you know, there's people like that.
3: Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And it was clear what the joke was there. Yes. That the joke was on her. I think maybe that was more my problem than anything else, because I don't mind things being cr- crude, I mean, m- much as though you may think I have a stick up my ass. I don't mind things being crude as long as there's a point to it. But crude for crudity's sake is not my thing. Yeah. I could go for some crudite. Me too.
0: That sounds good.
3: Little ranch trip. Well, again,
0: I just think this needs to that we need to all go to um, New Orleans together. That's a a road trip. (laughs) Like actual road trip. (laughs) Not just cinema road trip. We're going. If it's like Vegas, I'll stay in the hotel. No, no, no. See, the thing is that I think, I mean, I know Vegas has good food, but I feel like that's the good and bad part of New Orleans is how more food based it is like by the end of it i'm like oh my god i need a fucking salad like this is it's so much rich <laughs> food but it's so good like it's all so good it's like a beignet well, salad it's, it's yeah.
4: also like when you you know when you go to new york city and you just don't go to Times square that's you just don't go to bourbon street if no you oh be puked on or have alcohol poured all over you like no. you yeah stay away from those parts yeah though there's some pretty good bars not on bourbon street but right off bourbon street <laughs> oh i'm not gonna
0: lie <laughs> well are we done with our road trip i
3: think, so. For, I think this, so for this for this stop
0: the south this never-ending road trip <laughs> that we've south, gone
1: <laughs> we southeast <haven't> even, <laughs> south central
0: we haven't even broken into the like mountain time zone at all what's gonna even <laughs> happen when we do that um but it was really fun i actually you know they're not all perfect movies, but I enjoyed myself watching these. Um, okay, so the question of the week is what movie makes you think of the South East, South, Central, which is
3: um, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas. I remember we did not make these names up Southeast no, South Central. No, that was Wikipedia. No, Wikipedia, uh, yeah, Wikipedia oh, did, the, did that. Yeah, it may sound ridiculous, <laughs> but what <laughs> Wikipedia says is what we go by.
0: Exactly. Um, okay. I'm going to roll right into Tishi recommends. Um, I feel like this is floating around and I'm a little bit, well, I was not late in watching it, but I'm late in recommending it, but, um, having been in Dallas this past weekend in Dallas is a, it's a metropolitan city, but it is, you know, pretty conservative. Um, I was really proud. This, um, Lake Highlands is a, it's a, um, town i mean it's like a suburb it's five minutes from my parents house it's not it's not really even it's just like a a city within a city yeah it's not even it's just an area in dallas and this um the valedictorian um of lake highlands high school paxton smith uh made a commencement speech um where it's really interesting because she had to say you know she has to give her commencement speech to the principal or whoever um, to approve it. And then she did a little switcheroo on her commencement speech and then made it about abortion rights in Texas or nationwide. And it's so funny when watching it because I'm very nervous for her. Like, I'm like, Oh God, is she going to do a good job? And then she just fucking nails it. And I cried and I cry every time I watch it because the way that she puts it is so well done. And it is, you can tell she was probably in debate, but she knows how to, you know, She knows how to speak and she knows how to present her argument clearly. And I would have loved to be there. And I'm really proud because, you know, um, Texas is, it's a complicated state because it gets painted as conservative, but it's like not really in actuality. It's just the people in power are very conservative and the actual population is, is not, but the people with money and power Mm. are. No, I mean it is a, it is changing but the problem is the people that vote and the people that have money oh. are conservative
2: the cities are are, cities are blue. pretty forward thinking yeah. but there's so much non city totally. yeah, in
0: Texas. no for, for sure for sure they're for sure and and those are the landowners that it's like right. you know a person that has like the king ranch they have a ton of money and they're going to like you know, uh, will their stuff into existence. But it was just really, it, it's one of those things where you're like, the, the youth is okay. You know, she she can speak her mind clearly and it's not about, you know, it's
2: just about her rights. And it's extra and, heartening that it's coming from Texas.
0: It yeah. is. And, and yeah. I, I often refer to, I, I refer to you when you're not around. And I often refer to if a woman were to be elected president or I guess Kamala Harris is vice president, she, you know if we're over swayed was overturned she would be the, the first person who didn't have like complete autonomy over her body that was the president you know and that is something that is like yeah, depressing you can mm-hmm. have the nuclear
3: codes but, but yeah, you, can't you can't make yeah. your own health care to be forced yeah.
2: to give birth
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah after fucking six weeks which is just out I mean, it's not yeah. it's not even a 24 week thing or whatever it is is six. you don't weeks. even know at six weeks most you, know. of the time. you don't know most of the time uh, I I mean, I've talked about this. I had a miscarriage at like six weeks. And, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't, I'm, you don't know. I mean, it's just something that happens. And it's outrageous. Anyway, so I was really, really, really proud of this girl and her kind of realization and she's going to ut which i'm very proud of but then also made me realize that my kids will never get into ut and i'm going to have to pay a lot of money for college (laughs) because Mm -hmm. they're very smart but they're not that smart so anyway (laughs) we'll see (laughs) um my second recommendation is because i am such a teen and i'm so (laughs) i love the youth so much i of course listen listen to olivia rodrigo's album sour and I loved it because she's sort of like in the family tree of Taylor though it is it is a little bit different I mean there's a little bit like I say punk rock it's not punk rock it's punk rock in the vein of like April Levine but I really there's a song called brutal that I love I fucking love that song and Bridget and I will listen to it and kind of blast it and we really enjoy it so it's a really short album but I am impressed
4: and I have been streaming it a lot
0: um, who put Rutherford
4: me. Falls? I think, yeah, I was going to say me. I think it's you. Okay. So I, this is on Peacock. I highly recommend it. You can watch the first one for free and then they get you. Um, I've already watched it twice through. Um, it's, uh, if anyone has seen it, it's by the same people that do Parks and Rec. It kind of is a little bit like Parks and Rec meets, um, um, what's that show? Mr. Mayor. Um, it's just these two friends. One is, um, native american and the other is ed helms white and they um are both ed like, helms white like that's a race. <laughs> <White>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it kind of is he's like nerdy white yeah. right but what i love about the show is first it has the it has a mostly indigenous writing staff, which is like unheard of and also that the main character the woman is fat and they don't even talk about it like it's not a thing wow. like oh i hate myself and finally also, She gets together with um, Hottie Ted from Schitt's Creek and they like, it's never like, I feel weird about my body because and they just don't ever even like discuss it. And it's amazing. So I highly recommend it. It's worth the free trial or even paying for it for a month. So that's the first one. And the second one is while we're recording, I got a box from one of our listeners. (gasps) Goodies. what? What? From, me? <laughs> from our listener bet oh my um, gosh yes so i opened it I'm and so i got a um orange like with oranges on it mitt um oven mitt and um hot like what What are those the pads that you take things yeah, yeah. out with okay yeah. so now we need to have another baking show is what i'm thinking. well i mean you oh, <laughs> can do that i got a thing of gummy worms gummy wiggly worms a book called american cheese which i love <laughs> <laughs> love cheese and then the best is wegman's sponge candy Ooh. 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 Yeah. so there you go that's very the nice that i got very- it because i um put out a call to anyone who wants all of my um tbtl swag. oh right. Right, so right, right right i sent i sent her some so she sent me that as a thank you which was thanks not bet. necessary but i really like it and i'm gonna lock those treats up in my little snack box <laughs> <laughs> right now <laughs> keep them out of the ice maker yeah <laughs>
2: all, right. all right
1: then time to talk about how you can get involved in the show you can find us at this show has everything.com you can send your feedback through, throwyourphone.com, You don't have to be a bot trying to sell us sunglasses or our identities. No, <laughs> so I need
0: sunglasses. Ray-Bans. I mean, Black, it, Ray-Bans. It hurts.
1: <laughs> Find the Facebook group. This show has everything where we comment on the, the question of the week. And those threads usually spin out of control into a lot of fun. The show Twitter, which I have occasionally been updating is at T. show <laughs> you can email us at T. at 10710.com You can send us a voice memo. If you'd like to be uh, featured on the show with your voice. And you can even teach us other languages, which is great. You can fax me your uh well, I don't know, after after girls trip. I don't wanna <laughs> whatever. It's 617-354-8513. Uh and with that, uh, I do believe that was everything. And we've been recording for so long that I forgot which New Orleans uh expression I was gonna go out with. So sorry. <laughs> Roll two, out. T- two hours ago, I, I knew <laughs> Laissez la Bon sans I yeah. suppose that would be the. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there we go. There we
5: go. Get it.